good but morning. never break them. Good afternoon, good evening, everybody. However you happen to be watching, I want to thank you to the Gaming Circle Podcast. The podcast where this week we are doubly excited because we have some crazy topics to discuss and an amazing guest to talk about it with. But as, of course, I am your guest, Mr. TKO Asante, K. Asante, you know me. I appreciate you being here. I see some folks already in the chat. And of course, I am joined, we'll, we'll, we'll quickly introduce him by my evil twin, the man who's not as as, folk, as follically uh, capable as I am, but still. You see what he's talking about? We don't hold that against I'm him. I'm very sensitive about the beard that I can't <laughs> we grow. Don't, we don't hold that uh, against him. The man who's handing out Sonic-sized shoes to anyone who wants to listen on these old Twitter streets, Mr. Everborn Saga, how are you doing today? I, listen, I hand out the shoes. If they fit, you wear them. <laughs> and I think we got a lot of free shoes to hand out uh -huh, today. Uh -huh. So I am ready to go. We got a very special guest in the house who I appreciate uh, joining us. And we will try not to take this. See, oh, everybody on. knows me as a Sonic, uh -huh. specifically say, uh, uh, Sega guy. Uh -huh. uh, but I'm also a hardcore fantasy guy. And we have another hardcore fantasy guy. So I hope that this does not devolve into, into a discussion yeah. <laughs> about what is better, the Wheel of Time or Brandon Sanders. Yeah, but how could Archive. you even make that uh, discussion with not even reading one book of Wheel of Time, though? But hold on a minute. The hold on. I've, I've, on I've read baby. the first book, and it wasn't as good as the first book of Stormlight Archive. And because the Stormlight Archive book was so good, I read the others. Now, before you Can't guys say continue so the slander, Wheel of Time. let me introduce this man who requires no introduction. If you are, but we're gonna introduce them anyway. We're gonna do it anyway. In this situation, I'm, I'm telling you, this is bucket list stuff for me. Uh, I will tell you, and I'll tell him live on air. He did not know this. His his channel and Boom's channel were the first ones I ever subscribed to many years ago. Been a lingerer oh, really? of, on his channel for many many years. I appreciate his takes. He's always even keeled, even when when I want to I want to see Rand get a little bit you know bothered. No, he's just cool. And I really appreciate that. The the we're not worthy. Uh, uh, a meme is applicable applicable here, kids. If you don't know what I'm talking about, ask your parents. Mister, man with the million himself, Randall Thor. Thank you, Randall Thor 19, for joining us this morning. How are you yeah. doing today, sir? Thank you guys for finally having me. You know, I finally. thought uh, <laughs> I thought this would happen sooner because. You know, me and Everborn going back and forth about books and stuff mm -hmm. that he hasn't read that I've read multiple times. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Let's see, let's see what you're doing. You know? let's see what's going on display it. I'm here for it, baby. Let's go. <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, it, it's really good to finally be able to get down and talk to both of you. I think we've, we've been in podcasts together, but not that often. But mm -hmm. So I can't wait to, to talk to you guys about whatever the sort of topics you have produced. Because, I, you know, for me, I don't know if you guys are like this. Yeah, I, I prepare my topic list for mm -hmm. Xbox 2, right? But not really in-depth, and you can probably hear my dog barking at somebody outside. Oh, but you're good, you're good. When I, um, come on, when I come on guest uh, as a guest, I don't look at anything, because I want to be surprised. I don't want to prepare good. my answers. So mm -hmm. I, I know you, can, you put a list up, and I kind of glanced at it, but I didn't really kind of look at it, so... Oh, I, Rand, I... Kay Asante always puts that list of topics. I never pay attention to it. I'm telling him this right now for the first time on air. But fun yeah. fact, the way this show started, the way we decided said we wanted to start, you know, working together or whatever, is we would talk on the phone for hours about like industry stuff. And we're like, we should probably record this. Mm. You know what's that was it. You know it's interesting. That's the same way Xbox Two started. 
me and you know, Jazz had met during E3 2016, mm -hmm. and then we started talking on Skype about the industry and about Xbox. And he basically was like, man, these are such great conversations. Nobody is ever going to hear it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's a shame. And he's like, let's turn it into a podcast. And then Rand's like, I've been recording us the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's not weird at all. So Don't worry. So your show basically started the same way our show did. See, yeah. And, yeah. And, and if those are the paths we're traveling, that gives me hope to keep continuing. Because y'all show is like one of my favorite. It's required viewing for me every week so this is this 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 tells me that the way we're going is exactly the way i should be going yes. and and for the record there everborn we usually don't even cut cut like 50 percent of the topics that we're, we're, we're that i put into those those things it's just something to remind me of hey we we forgot to talk about this and then i'll pop it up it's more for my notes than yours because we never watch it and we never we end up devolving into crazy madness anyway which is i suspect what people come here for anyway yeah, and just one more um, um, thing about uh, uh, Rand, your show, the Xbox Two. It is just you know when you are in the Twitter streets like like we are, mm -hmm. uh, or specifically I am, uh, you hear about a lot. So you know when you listen to some of the podcasts that you used to listen to, it's like you know everything they're going to talk about before you hear it. But Xbox Two is really maybe the only or one of the only um, podcasts where I actually learn new things every week that I didn't already know from being in the Twitter street. So I appreciate that show, and that's why it's always on the um, the, the weekly listen it is schedule. The last that means podcast a lot. I listen to on Fridays before my last meeting of the day. Without it, I'm sad. So, I so how, do you, you. how do you guys feel when we sometimes do it on Saturdays, though? Oh no, I actually like Saturdays as well. I mean, it, it, it cuts my yard time. Well, well, there's a lot of good shows to watch on Saturday, so yours yours joins the rotation. But it, you know, it being on Friday is perfect because it's the only thing I have to, to look forward to. You know. Well, it it, it is be since you guys do it when you have time. That was my inspiration for on the real. I'm like, we're supposed to do it Thursday, but they'll understand if we do it Friday mm. or next month. Because look, see the, look what the look what one of the though, biggest shows does. The difference they do it when is though, they have time. Mr. Randall Thor 19, the man with the million, has earned his stripes in these Twitter streets, uh, my, I, my I, friend. I Consistency I helps, my friend. Yes. Twitter. I haven't. I actually don't use Twitter that much. Yes. Not as much as Everborn, and I'm certainly not in those Twitter spaces like he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to keep my ear to the streets. I got to know what the people are talking about. I look at my phone sometimes. I'm like, what is Everborn? What sort of... Why yeah. is he in this What sort of madness is he getting going on? That's right. That's right. You know what it is? I refuse to make a sock account. That's what everyone tells me. It's like, mm -hmm. if you're going to go in there, you got to make it a secret account that no one knows is yours. I'm like, nope. I'm here. Showing up. This is... So before before the, we get into the gaming this stuff... Is, I try to add class to this. Let me, let, me, let me shout out to the folks that are here. Mr. Joanna Dark, welcome, sir. Our, our previous guest from last week. Welcome. Was excited to hear that he that he were here. I see you in there, man. Tate talks. Thank you so much for checking us out. Big Mad Mo. I see so many Jigga J. I see Beast Mode in here. These guys always join the conversation. Uh, in the case of Beast Mode, he's always providing mental. information, making us even even better than we are uh, uh, um, ourselves. So. We appreciate him. He is he is our dictionary. He's our Rolodex. He's the guy who, who corrects us as we need to be corrected. So thank you guys all for being here. You know, as we do on this show, I think we will start uh, as 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 we have in the past. We'll start, and I think I know I know what you've been playing. But let's let's start with you, Mr. Randall Thor. Uh, 
um, what, what have I been playing? What games have you been playing this week? Yes. Uh, Dying Light 2 is what I've mostly yes, been sir. playing. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm excited to hear about that. Please. But realistically, what I've been doing is reading Words of Radiance. <laughs> Stormlight Archive Part 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I've been playing I've been playing Dying Light 2. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... um. I haven't really been playing much in January because it just wasn't really much that interested me. So yeah, Dying Light 2, I'm a few hours in. I'm actually quite enjoying it so okay. far, up to where I'm at. And I think the parkour stuff is incredible. Mm. And especially when you combine the parkour stuff with combat. Um, how, like, and I'm also at the point, I don't know about you guys, but like, I'm the type of person who plays an open world game, I gotta like, do everything right before i move on to go do something else or i'm not that kind of guy i can't do it you're not that type of guy. straight to the stories i don't care about side quests and your leg doesn't work so i gotta go run and fetch something for you nope mind your business i'll mind mine i'm here for the story (laughs) see that might be because of my ocd when i play games i would have to get all the achievements Mm. so i would have to do like all the side because normally there'd be achievement for it but like this game has a survivor sense, like, you know, detective vision from Batman. So you press something and it shows all the things you can interact with. Mm-hmm. And I'm that type of person who does that and is like searching around everywhere and making sure I get all the crafting equipment and stuff. But no, it's 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 pretty, it's better than I thought it would be. It definitely is an improved version of Dying Light 1 for mm-hmm. sure. So fans of Dying Light 1 will probably really It's good really that you mentioned it. that real quick. I actually... Initially, I was hesitant to jump in, and and to be fair, I now live in a in a post Game Pass world, so that is a mm. that is a metric I, I I judge most things by. Will this hit Game Pass? I don't know. Um, mm. So so I should be I far more excited for this game than I didn't I did not buy it. I might still do so, but I have a feeling I might be in Game Pass. And the reason why I should be more excited than most is David Bell, which most people don't know. The dude invented parkour. He's in this game. Uh, uh, Rosario Dawson is in this game. Like, there are a lot of really cool, interesting, and, and like, when I say the dude invented parkour, you should watch his B-movies. They're terribly acted, but the action is insane. Like, he's doing all his stunts. He's as good as, like, Jackie Chan in his prime. Like, that good. So the fact that he's in this movie, uh, in this in this game, lending his his expertise to the parkour, I should be all about it. But, but it just seems kind of generic to me, generic open world. Like, they, they dumbed down from what I can t- tell anyway. They dumbed down the 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 night the night stuff a bit. The first one was like actually tense in the night, but now it seems like it's a little less. I don't know. Like, am I am I mistaken in that it's it's well, it is uh, ripe for Game Pass? Um, I mean maybe eventually. Who knows mm. how these things play? I mean, did Dying Light One ever come to Game Pass? I no, don't no, think no, it ever true. did. That's true. That is true. But then yeah. again, Dying Light One I think was published by was because i think they have a different publisher now okay for this game i'm not yeah. sure i'd have to check yeah but... they did change hands many times that led to it the delay of the game itself i, I do recall hearing that yeah you know and i um... really appreciate the dying light developers for supporting it for so long years after yeah, they're they still did. getting dlc they're still getting updates so it's great you know i will definitely play it at some point but i kind of feel like I, i'm 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 ready for open world but more Forbidden West open world rather than I might be open yeah. world out by the time that comes out. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you? What yeah, do you no, I hear you because this—that's one of the problems I think Jess was talking about. Was he's just kind of—he has that open world fatigue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know that Ubisoft. Hey, there's a whole bunch of stuff you need to check off on a list and whatever. And yeah, maybe maybe the. I mean, I think maybe the. I haven't really spent that much time with the open world. 
probably will get boring at some point, like mm. all games do eventually. Because it's like at some point you're just like, I just want to finish the story. But Everborn never has that problem because he doesn't do any side quests. Mm. So I have no empathy. Just like just, <laughs> that's it. I don't want to hear about just people's like, problems. Uh, to me, it depends on the story. Some some of them help with the with the with the uh, side quests and whatnot. And, and when we get to what I'm playing, you I'll, I'll mention a bit more of that. It depends on if the story lends well to side quests or if it's just a real side quest that really has no bearing on the main story then i mean I do a little less of that this you know? game has those sonic sonic kind of side quests that are just stupid mm. at least the ones i've done like this guy's like oh i need you to get me a battery because i want to be a craft master so you find him the battery and okay. then he kills the goat nope. and then like because of it you can now electrify your weapon Right, like well, some see, of the dialogue, plus, though, is... right? That's a plus. Those side quests okay. lead to actual benefits sure, yeah. moving forward. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I will, I will, I will do those if I know there's something yeah. in it for me. This is not altruistic, <laughs> Everborn, right? <laughs> okay. Rand altruistic. Yeah, I, love, I, love I remember somebody called you that yesterday. Hilarious. <laughs> So yes, it's not how so I roll. Besides, besides, uh, besides the Dying Light Two, anything else you've been you've been getting into there, Rand? No, that's uh, pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Just uh, chilling, making videos on the YouTube channel, doing the podcast. Are you planning to officially review that, or it was just opinion? I mean, I'll think? talk about it okay. at length next podcast. Um, I usually typically only review Xbox games because they mm-hmm. send them to me early for review. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I'll talk about Dying Light 2 on the podcast for sure. Uh, I know Jess stopped playing it, but I'm really enjoying uh, the game. So we'll see. We'll, next week, I may be in the part with Jazz where I'm just like, yeah, you know what? The open world started to bore me, and mm. I wanted to play Sifu instead or something, you know? So Yeah, that's coming too. I'm, I'm excited about that for sure, for sure. Yes. Okay, okay. You know what I'd love to see? Like, cause I, I like Sifu's one that I'm I'm very excited for. I'd love to see like uh, uh, I know we just got Streets of Rage, but and it was amazing. Still haven't beaten it yet because I refuse to do it on co-op. Um, but I would he love to see to like him, a, that's another story. A, a reimagined uh, Streets of Rage or Double Dragon Sifu style. There is kind like, of that, but it's in uh, VR. Like double oh, dragon, on, it's it's flat screen, and then you literally put the headset on, and it turns into three D three D parallax, and you're beating people up in three D. Just the thing. Go ahead. Mm, no. <laughs> no, don't want to hear. It. Um, is it my oh, turn go yet? Ahead. Yeah, no, no, you're... yes, yes, please tell us what you're playing. Yeah, no, no, no. I am, I am, I am playing Horizon Zero okay. Dawn, in an attempt to complete it before Forbidden West comes out. Um, and I got it's so. On the one hand, um, really great game when you consider it came out in 2017. Um, but I don't know that I'm in love with the combat yet. How many hours are you into it? Um, I don't know. Can I see it from the PS app? Probably. So, okay, let me tell you where I am in the story yeah, and you can yeah. tell me how far I am into it. So, um, I did the proving. I won, and as soon as I won, they decided my reward was to kill the the black girl, the only one that was there. Um, and then the general, who was also a, a woman of color, she disappears. Are you, and are you trying to say I met sir? with her son because all the black people are related, 
Um, and he is uh, guarding the fence. So the, the son's a security guard, the mother's gone, the sister's dead, and I am now a seeker. So at what point in the story is that? And it's also weird to me that we're doing all of these like ethnic drums and everybody has dreads. Uh, you know, that is an like interesting critique to make, sir. And I think we should have a conversation about that at another time. Like when 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 Forbidden West comes out, I suspect that they'll go further in that direction. And you're the first person who I've heard have that take. And I genuinely, genuinely want to actually, you know, expound on that a bit because it is interesting. <laughs> the 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 uh, the the uh, pointers that you have the, the, that you you've brought to forth, you know. I, it, it kind of rubbed me a little bit, but now that you mention it and you've you've said this to me before, I started thinking about it. And went, hmm, it is interesting that I didn't hear more people say it's one that. of those things you can't True, unsee. True, yeah. Now I can't unsee. <laughs> but anyway, it. no. But as as a game, I I do I think it's mm -hmm. great. I think and uh, visually uh, really good, especially when you think in 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 27. That game came out like a few months after. Um, what's the this smaller budget uh, recore, mm, mm. which is yeah, like a kind of a similar really thing, like, like a uh, post-apocalyptic world with robot it animals. It shows you the, the differences uh, there, the choices that were made, the budgets and all of that. You're just like, wow, look at the difference. Yeah. Right. Difference in yeah. priorities. Yeah, one game had a $200 million for, for budget. The other had $5 million budget. There you go. You know, it's it's yeah. amazing you go. what you can do. By the, but, but, but here's the thing. I would love to see recore come back with a big budget. It never will happen. But I actually like mm. that game. They had good ideas. Uh, You're absolutely right the, with that. Yeah. Like, like as a as a game, forget about the mm. the visuals, just the way that it controlled the, the how the dungeon crawling worked, and how it they they kind of made it like a sort of 3D Metroidvania style game. I actually really like it, and I wish we could get another iteration, and it would be even better. Because like, imagine the same game with those mechanics but with um, the production value that you had in... Um... You know what I think was the problem with ReCore? I think What's they, that? I think they threw a bunch of stuff in there because they felt it needed to have it. Like, if ReCore was a linear, handcrafted game where it was about, like, those... Um, those... Uh, God, I forget what they're called. Like, where, where you do, like, the, the really intricate jumping and dashing mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. I like think picking the robots at the right time yeah, to switch you. I yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I think the open world really deterred from that game. It felt like the open world was like kind of just like, well, Too every game's got to have an open world. Yeah. And it was just kind of pointless. Mm -hmm. If the game was more just, here's a linear focus game, uh, just kind of uh, really highlighting the jumping, the dashing, when you should use the, um, the other robots. I think the game would have been better received, but the open world was sort of barren. The loading times were ridiculous. It didn't. The open world didn't really add anything to that game at all. But I got a question for you both, yeah. since we're talking about yes, Recore sir. and we're talking about old Xbox games. Mm -hmm. If you were in charge, if you're Phil, Phil Dominus Aurelius Maximus Spencer as <laughs> indeed, indeed. the ILP staff. I think he King needs David, another title right? now. All those guys, Lord Cognito. Indeed. Shout if out to you them. could bring one game back from mm -hmm. Xbox One Gen, so you, Recore gets a sequel, right? Rise 2 getting a sequel. Mm -hmm. Killer Instinct getting a sequel. Quantum Break 2. If, if there was one that you could bring back, but that would also mean all the other ones would could never come back. Ooh, which one would part, you pick? That part's tough. I'll let you go there, Everborn. Go ahead first. 
Um, am I limited to the Xbox One generation? Because there's no, no, a game no, no, that no, I no. want to say I guess, I guess, that only I got guess one game. You can pick any game from any of the gens, but if you pick that one, then all the others can never come back. Right. Uh, it would be too cliche to say Rise, because that's what I want to say. But I am going to go with Lost Planet, okay. the game that they did in concert with Capcom in the 360 okay. gen. Love that, that game. I think you brought it back. Me. I don't no? think so. I think I know it launched exclusively on, sure, on, sure. on okay, the Xbox, sure. but I don't know if it ever came to PlayStation later on. Yeah, Lost Planet eventually came to the PlayStation. But yeah. No, okay. 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 No, that, that's a good idea because I I did remember that it created this this uh, uh, almost uh, 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 Destiny like community that just lasted far beyond that game's capabilities. It was it was big for a long time. I, I remember Lost Planet was really huge. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm more you know, of a console, to, uh, what do to, you call it, a campaign player. So I fell off after that. But it, like my buddies were still jamming on that game for many, many, many years after. To, 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 to your point, though, Rand, I, I do. And again, I know there's a million other things at play. But I think if each of those, because everybody talks about um, the Xbox One generation as though it's it was like all it bad. It was all bad. But... <laughs> No, but I mean, if if we were in a world where the first half of the gen, we got uh, Rise and Killer Instinct and Quantum Break and ReCore, um, if in the 2018 to 2020 period, those games had all gotten um, sequels with that, you know, um, capitalized on the, the positives and smoothed out the, the rough edges... I, I think uh, the generation may have been perceived a little bit differently. I think you the whole Xbox has no games meme uh, wouldn't have been as prevalent if all those games had gotten. Yeah, cheap. but now Xbox is a monopoly, so. <laughs> oh so yeah, I know. Let, I know, let I know. me, let me take answer your question. You know, oh, let me okay. I, this this one. Yeah, and you answered the question, but there's one thing I I just that it's super mm. hilarious to me about that, which is there is this idea, and I know we're gonna talk about this later that uh, this is all a long con, that Microsoft has basically gotten themselves to be rated as one of the best places to work in the world, pays the highest salaries, only for the long cons so that later on, yeah. somewhere five to ten years down the line, they can say, gotcha, bitch, we're cutting salaries. PG-13, good sir. <laughs> we're treating people bad, I apologize. It's, it's hilarious. Yes. No, me, no. Go ahead. And we'll I'm get sorry. into that. We will really get into that because of some various Twitter explosions. We'll get into that. But I have I have two responses to Rand's, Rand's question. One is what I really want. And the second one, well, I kind of really want that as well. And both will be very unpopular opinions. That's why I want to give mm. them. First unpopular opinion, and everybody can boo this man right now, brute force. <laughs> I want brute force. I want brute force done properly. Because brute force, brute force is basically Gears of War before Gears of War. It was like you know, co-op shooter. Each person has their own their own specialty that they do. It had an idea. It was just horribly implemented. I want brute force. That's the first one. Second one, breakdown. If anybody's ever played that, has anybody mm, played breakdown. breakdown? Yeah, I played. I played a little bit of breakdown. I another game that had very interesting ideas, very mature themes for its day. You know, had a spark. You know, the minute you start, you you vomit all over the place. I don't know if y'all remember that opening cutscene, but it kind of set set a tone for that game. And eventually, it fell off. I think it was a Capcom game, 
but it was also exclusive to Xbox. No, no, it was a Namco, Namco game. Yeah. Yeah, felt uh, exclusive to Xbox. It was very interesting. Like, you know, that's when I thought they were being their most creative. Some things hit, some things not so much. But I really thought that they did interesting things at that time. And now that they have so many studios on hand and, you know, a lot of IPs, maybe somebody somewhere goes, hey, I'd like to take another stab at that one. And they get the opportunity to do that. So Interesting. Both of you threw Rise 2 in the bushes. Both of you sent Killer Instinct no, no, no. to die. It's... See, and to me, to me, Rise... poor Boom's never gonna get his banjo. <laughs> oh, poor Boom is not gonna get his banjo. He, the burden bear is coming back. You know that. that, that there's no doubt. It's been said so many times in so many quarters of, of of our gaming community that if I don't see that in the next three to five years, I'll be very surprised. I'll be very surprised. But you know, we're talking about games that will probably never come back that we want to, and I suspect both of my choices will never come back. Ever, yeah, ever, ever. Probably. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I got my wish. Oh, yeah? It was Alan Wake 2. Ah, yes, 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 ah. yes. But yeah. of course, to get your wish, they had to disavow all knowledge and all relationships with hey, Microsoft man, to do it. I don't care. I got my Alan Wake 2. That's, That's right. I, That's I don't all care matters. who made it. So, so. Do you, does it concern you that the style of game is different from the, than it no. used to be? No. No? I, I re, I'm, I'm a big fan of Remedy. Okay. So, I, I'm... I'm confident that they'll, even after, they will put out a quality even product. after the impending crossfire x campaign <laughs> I, i'm not sure I about that one well yeah well i mean like they were i don't know i feel differently it's kind of like they were contracted for that game versus yeah. like their this heart is their game it, and it's, they're like well okay about remedy and i want to ask both of you guys this has any project that Remedy has done in concert with Microsoft, has it ever worked out where like both parties were happy financially and otherwise? Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Never not once. Once. Yeah, yeah. And they are like an amazing studio. Like they they started obviously the Max Payne franchise. Like they have some games that are critically critically acclaimed, but they've never struck it like yo they're here now. It surprises the heck out of me. That they never have at least one that is both critically and financially successful, you know. I just also want to point out mm -hmm. right now uh, their market cap is about five hundred million dollars. Wow. Could be had for seven hundred and fifty million, and people would think that was yeah, but, a steal. But, but I, I honestly don't think they would be a fan of being acquired by Microsoft specifically. Uh, I wouldn't acquire yeah, them. I if have I was a Microsoft feeling there's some bad blood there. For some they reason. would be the problem child. Yeah, I have a feeling. <laughs> But they keep working yeah, together. No, they don't. I mean, they're not working together anymore. Yeah, the whole Smilegate thing is, is it, What's Crossfire Yeah, but Smile, that's different. Like, yeah. that's... That, smile, or Smiley, or whatever the hell. Like, they're the ones who... Smiley they're the ones gate, who yes. hired Remedy to do the campaign. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't Microsoft. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we shall see. I hope this is a good one for them. By all accounts, I hear that the Crossfire X campaign, which is where I'm solely focused, I hear that the, the multiplayer is a bit generic. We have a lot of multiplayers. It is what it is. I was hoping the, the, the campaign might be good, but people are not giving me the warm and fuzzies about it. So we'll, we shall see. I'm just, like, cautiously optimistic. We'll see. Half you know. the campaign's in Game Pass, and the other half isn't. So The other half isn't, yeah. So, yeah, it's half. Wait, what? Half. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the multiplayer okay. is all free. Can we play. just acknowledge? Can we just acknowledge that Crossfire X has one of the worst marketing campaigns, like 
in the last I don't know how See, long. I, I think that's a bit like, of hubris. Though. Nobody I think knows it's a bit of hubris because where they come from, where Crossfire, where Crossfire originates, they are the tip of the spear when it comes to, the, yeah. to their market. So where who, who knows that? Like, and, and they have way more players than like a lot of other games that are considered like monster successes. Crossfire is like Counter Strike in Korea. It is huge. What I'm saying is no one knows exactly. that here. So the marketing is hubris. They go, we, we are who we are, baby. Y'all going to come to us. They don't know that, hey, we don't know you like, like that. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. it's not, it seems that sure. way, you know. And of course, they, they, they didn't market it well. And then those who got to try it went, mm, and then moved away. <laughs> so, you know, we shall see. I, I, I have a I, feeling this I will wish be a bit them of a luck, hudge, but I we guess. shall see. You know, uh, you know, yes. So is that all you've been playing? You've been playing... Uh, um, You've been playing uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn only this week? Horizon Zero Dawn, that is all I... Okay. Yes, that's so, all okay. I'm playing. So I will get to Horizon as well because I've been playing Horizon. But first off, let me mention that I've been playing this game that you're seeing on your screen here, which is Record of Lotus War. Uh, it is, as you can see, a, a uh, uh, Castlevania-esque kind of, you know, uh, 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 kind of game. It has very much that aesthetic. Uh, I can take some and leave some. This one is actually unusually good. Like the story, obviously, is always obtuse as they are. But I like the the moment to moment mechanics. They keep throwing interesting uh, uh, powers at you. You start with, uh, if you see on your screen there, you have the uh, uh, blue energy and red energy. Blue energy gives you the ability to fly and hover a bit. Red energy infuses your weaponry with with, with fire. And then it it starts off that way. And then all of a sudden, there are gates that require you to switch. Uh, energies the uh, enemies come at you they throw a fireball if you happen to have the red energy uh, uh, um, um, engaged the fireball doesn't hurt because you are of fire it's very interesting stuff they've done there you know very uh, um, OG Castlevania type aesthetic uh, I, I love yeah, what yeah. I'm Mr. seeing Mr. Boomstick recommended that I give it a shot and it is it is pretty damn good like I, I'm I expected to just give it a try just a few minutes and I ended up paying some a couple hours of it I really enjoy it and of course, it is on boot, uh, it is on Game Pass, so anybody can just download it real quick and give it a shot. Uh, being that it is so lightweight as far as resources are concerned, you can play it in the cloud, and it works perfectly as well. I played this on my phone, played this on the tablet, feels just as good as playing it on the console. So I've been enjoying it. This has been pretty pretty fun. Uh, I'm also hey oh, go ahead. hey. No, I was going to say, Rand, I'm waiting for your dog to hear my dog's barking and then <laughs> and start barking at my dogs, and the then it'll be, a, it'll, <laughs> it'll be a virtual barking contest. So I've also been playing uh, God of War uh, on PC. I missed a double dipper, uh, you know, guilty as charged. I beat the whole game on, on, PS, uh, on PS4 way back when it first came out. Had to try it again on, 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 uh, on the, the PC when it came out, like, just recently. I actually, uh, oddly enough, so a quick, a quick tangent. Sometimes I'm playing, I like to play, and I'm in my office where I also work. Sometimes, like, in between a meeting that I'm just supposed to be listening in on, I'll just turn it on, and then I feel guilty. Why are you playing when you should be working? And then I go, oh, I know how to solve that problem. Hit the record button. Now I'm recording footage for my show. <laughs> so I ended up playing about an hour of that, and I ended up putting it on the, on the YouTube channel, uh, ultra-wide, you know, 3080, blah, 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 just to see how that looks, so show people the differences in what the PC version looks like. Like, uh, I will say on PS4, that game was insane. And to say that it looks even better on PC is saying something. Because that game was already started out 100%. So they really, really put some, some like, love into this game. It looks amazing on the console. No, I'm, I'm, I'm 
um, I'm looking at this, and um, Horizon might have to go in the bushes. <laughs> You're playing this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> It is, uh, this it is, is a fun this game. is my this is jam. See, this people don't know. I'm a I'm a, a 16-bit era uh, mm-hmm. junkie. So when you give me something like this, it is more appealing to me than any of the new fangled graphics you and all this other stuff. This, this is, is fun. this is gaming is to fun. me. This is, this is how I look at. This is how I look at. Throwing, gives me gives me the feel. Like new powers at you, new ways of using it. You think you're overpowered, and then all of a sudden the. The difficulty spikes ridiculously, and you're just like, "Oh, I guess I'm not overpowered." You know, it's it's very good. It's it's very much very fun game. Now, I also have been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, again, accused, guilty as charged, double dipper, play, playing it on PC. Finished it on PS4, but had to try it again on PC. Also very fun. I'm getting like 300 frames per second or something on the PC. It's really cool and the motion and that's why I asked you, everyone, where you are in the story because once you get to a certain level the the moment to moment you know uh, gathering the resources knowing what you specifically need to outfit the right the right weapon it's very cool it's that's what's got me so excited for uh, uh for uh, forbidden west and with that in mind i think we should we should transition really quickly into the store the into the new stories because i have something related to horizon that i kind of want to discuss with us so let's transition there so <laughs> This came out because shout out to to uh, gaming since NES, a uh, uh, good friend of the community, also on tw- on Twitter. Uh, this is his tweet that he posted out there, where he basically was was asking the community, you know, what he should do. He pre-ordered this game at two hundred eighteen dollars US, my, uh, uh, where I am, right? And he was like, uh, should I be buying this for two hundred plus dollars when it's sixty bucks right now? Da, da, da. We were talking about it, and it really got me to thinking. And I was thinking about this the whole time myself. Like, I initially also pre-ordered this thing, but I have also been the one on this air, on Boom's air, wherever I can get the opportunity to, right? I'm like, vote with your wallet, be the change you want to see. This is the, the final game that PlayStation will give you with a free upgrade. If you don't use it, then you're telling them that you don't need it. You know, I keep saying that. And here I am buying the $218 Wooly Mammoth situation. You know what I'm saying? So, long story short, I ended up canceling my pre-order of this and buying the PS4 version for, for $50. And now, hmm. I'm, I, yes, because the game is still just as good. And I, I'm, as I've said, I've double dipped. I love Horizon. Like, uh, I've said this before and got a boo. When, when the first game came out and the choice had to be made between Horizon or Breath of the Wild, I was one of those rare freaks that chose Horizon because I was into the graphics at that time. I ended up going to Breath of the Wild later, but I love that game. You know, the beginnings are, are a little rough, but when you get into it, it is amazing, and I am super excited for the next game. But the more we don't vote with our wallets, you know, the more they go, well, they didn't care about that. So we can we can keep firmly moving into the future with this a-hole tax that we keep charging people. What do you think? I, I will start with you, Rand. What are your thoughts on on uh, 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 deluxe editions and especially now the the digital deluxe editions which give you kind of in-game stuff but charge you considerably more are you into that you know what's your thoughts no i am not i only care about the game i don't care about the statues or any of the extra stuff the only time i'm interested or i'll pay more Mm -hmm. and some people might boo me for this is if they're like okay for 80 bucks you can play the game four days early then 
I have bought those editions to mm. play it early. But normally, nine times out of ten, I buy the lowest, cheapest version because I don't care about all the extras. Most of the time, the extras are just not very good. So, yeah, I would never in a million years buy a $210 version of a video game. Even if it so. comes with the cool statues and whatnot? No, you know, I'm a huge Halo fan. I've never, I've ne- I never bought that, the, the cat helmet. You know mm-hmm. that they sold with Halo Three or whatever, or any of the special. I edit. did that. That's the only one I bought, and I do not regret it, and I still have it. You mean you mean the Halo Three? God damn thing, it! Right? Halo yes. Three, yes, the helmet. Will you take it off and then the game's yeah. inside? Yeah. yeah. No. You definitely can't put not it on your me. head. But I'm just give me the fifty dollars, sixty dollars, now seventy dollars game, mm. and that's all I need. I don't care about the extra frivolous stuff. There you go. How all about right. you, everyone? What'd so. You like? So I, I want to take this in a... I don't care about the statue okay. at all. That's like another toy. But, uh, you know, but I, I did combine, is what it is. You can probably get better elsewhere. But as far as, you know, the, the game that's free upgrade, what do you think of that part? That's the one yeah, I want to talk about. I know you have thoughts. And first of all, I see, I see uh, Xbox mm. University has entered the chat. Welcome, so shout sir. out welcome, to that welcome. guy. Welcome, yes. Um, so here's mm-hmm. the thing. For, aside from this, you can decide whether you want the toy that comes in the box, which is probably only worth twenty dollars, which they will which they will sell in Toys R Us or At your local point, Target yeah. later yeah. on. But go ahead, pay an extra hundred and forty dollars for it. Do you right? Um, but there, we talked a lot about whether you should buy the sixty dollar version to take advantage of their ten dollar. Um, mm-hmm. You have you take have advantage of the you upgrade more, that they go because PG thirteen movies allow for two swears. Go ahead. <laughs> well, what no, I no, say? you, you I weren't swearing, anything. but I say you have permission to swear. So go ahead. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'll save it because because we didn't get to that. Uh, Adam yeah, yeah, true, true, true. So I'll save my swear word for that. Okay, so um, th- so with this, mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying, "Hey, take advantage of it. Buy the sixty dollar version and take the free upgrade." I. I'm going to buy the $70 version. Why? Not because I think not because I want to support the devs. Not because I I think it's the right thing to do. I think Sony begrudgingly offered that uh free upgrade because everyone compl- rightfully complained. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to screw everyone over who takes advantage of that $10 upgrade. There's gonna be something that comes out later on and it'll be some um, entitlement <laughs> issue where if you upgraded from the $60 version, you're not going to get this or that mm-hmm. later on. So to save myself that trouble, I'm just gonna spend so, $70 because so I don't trust them. So what them. you're saying here is, you have been trained by their disingenuous behavior to expect this to come and bite you in the butt later. So instead, you're just going to go and give them your money now to avoid the, the inevitable disappointment. All right. And, and you will be the one crying later when you miss out on some update. <laughs> and I will just be sitting back eating my popcorn, <laughs> telling you you shouldn't have been cheap. This has nothing to do with you shouldn't have been cheap. Nothing to do with it. Okay. You coined... Why are you, you doing coined this? The you're taking advantage. You coined the a-hole tax... Like moniker, and you were right. You yes. were absolutely right. Yeah, and, and it is. If you don't vote with your wallet in this case, I don't know you if you never, know this. Ever get this stuff again? I I don't know. They listen. The reason they call me the slanderer, supreme, <laughs> He's giving is because I'm an a hole. Uh-huh. Right? 
It's because I'm an a hole. Uh-huh. So slanderer I'm supreme. Pay... Huh? He added supreme. Yeah, he, yeah. He's 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 yeah. he's he's getting the Listen, bigger. Listen, Phil Spencer's getting names. I can get a uh-huh. name too. Yes, yes. <laughs> Continue. So the point uh-huh. is. In order to save myself, whatever headache you guys are gonna mm-hmm. go through, because listen, I there there used to be a time where I would look for the cheapest deal, and I'd say, you know, uh, I know this it costs this amount of store, but I know a guy who knows a guy who could get it at a mm-hmm. discount, so I'm gonna talk to that guy because he knows somebody who works in the store. I don't have fu money, and I keep telling people this. But I do have, I don't have time for this money. <laughs> so I'm going to buy the PS5 uh-huh. version because I never owned a PS4. Yep. Not never owned it, but I'm saying I don't own one now. All I have is a PS5. And I'm going to call it a day. And when they do some funny stuff mm-hmm. later on, and you guys are going to go on your diatribe about how it's messed up, I'm just going to say I, I knew what they were going to do because they didn't want to give you that in the first place. So sorry if I don't trust them. Sorry if I'm too cynical. To mag, I'm just gonna told you guys pay before, the seventy dollars and get Sony it over. Sony are career criminals. This is what he says. Yes, they but are. You know what? Just because they are going to do what you inevitably think they're going to do doesn't mean I want to pitfall it. They, they have come out and said, "Look, no holds barred, no, no hidden, hidden this and that. We are going to offer I'm this." Stop you right hold there. on, hold Let on. Let me, me right finish. There. Let me, stop me finish. You right there. They also said they believed yes, in generations. I know, I know. We get all of that, but I want to see where okay. this goes. I want to. And, and all right, you you do that experiment. The, the I'll record, live vicariously through you. For the you. record, I love this game so much, and the game that came day one is all I ever needed. Like, and that's the first one. So I don't foresee a world where now all of a sudden, what are they going to do? Offer you free DLC that only goes to the people who paid seventy dollars? That's ridiculous. You know, yeah, so what what exactly is Everborn scared about? Like, what what see, is exactly the, is he yes. like? You're I sounding like the gonna... dude who put that tweet out about Microsoft and a monopoly, like thinking he, that he's, something he's horrible trained. could happen ten years from now. That's right. No, 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 Matt, It's not that. I just mm-hmm. think that um, if you buy the six, the 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 PS4 version, yeah. and then you do the upgrade. I think later on there's going to be an update that you don't so kind get. Kind of like how that will be, be specific. Kind of like how when they gave you the PS Plus version of the remake of Final Fantasy, then you couldn't get the integrated version. They wouldn't up let you. Exactly. That's what he's thinking. Yeah, I see where you're going with it. I see where you're going. With it. And I don't put it past. <laughs> see, this is what I mean. And when I said this, he's like, "Ain't nobody trained nobody. They have trained you well, with their behavior to expect the worst from them." So, oh, maybe you can save a couple bucks? No, I won't save those couple bucks. They're going to screw me later. <laughs> You've I don't know. been well-trained, look... sir. I what mean, do you think? Yeah, Red. Well, you, you look at it right now, and essentially Sony has a bunch of cross-gen games that have PS4 and PS5 versions that mm-hmm. have received the updates. So they would be breaking with their own tradition of suddenly being like, nah, guys, you, you bought Horizon PS4 for 60 you're not getting whatever update is for the ps5 like that would be they wouldn't do that and i would i i would confidently say they would not do that at all um that's where you and i differ and i definitely i don't see it though and i don't i'm I'm just pre-gaming this well i I know the internet saves all so we we will revisit this i'm look i'm sure of it it's gonna come out very soon and this this will either be in your face there everborn or you might be right. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> see? See? And there you go. The, the, the chat agrees. 
they say you drank too much of the PS Kool-Aid. And the PS Kool-Aid is usually in a good way, but you're drinking it and you, you got the sour taste in your mouth and now you assume that anything they say will be sour. No, listen, listen, what I think is gonna happen is whatever they do in the future, they're gonna charge you guys a ten dollar fee. The ones that you tried to save right now. <laughs> they're gonna keep charging. They're gonna get it from you <laughs> until they get it from you somehow. <laughs> they're gonna get that ten dollars. <laughs> so yes, not only did. It, uh -huh. Do you remember that movie Better Off Dead in the eighties, where it was like the the paper boy that was outside and he kept following because he wanted his two dollars. It sounds familiar. And he was like two dollars. I want my two dollars. <laughs> you think that's what the whole thing? Going they on. want their ten dollars. Okay. Okay. They're gonna send a little kid outside of your uh, house on a bicycle. Come get their two dollars. Haunting you. You know, if Sony want wanted to avoid all this, they should never have put out that blog post saying that these games would have gotten a free upgrade. Mm -hmm. And then they hoped that people forgot that they mm -hmm. put out that article, mm -hmm. and they were trying to pull a fast one by saying, "Oh, well, it was delayed." When the article literally was like, "These games will get free upgrades." Like, no. Look, I love you, Everborn. But this, no, this is <laughs> this not is a happening. bridge too far, right? A bridge too far. Okay. Salute to Gaming Forte. Thank you so much, sir, for being here. He says, hit Mr. that like Forte. button, people. Please By the way, I like am button. not, this is not an endorsement of $70 uh -huh. games. I am just uh -huh. saying, because, I because don't your trust them is, later your on. Your is literally the same as, well, I pay my $70 because that's how they're able to make these AAA games. If no, I no, no, I don't care about how they make their money. They won't make their I do not care at all. I don't care one iota about how Microsoft or Sony makes their money. All I am saying is I'm going to pay the 70 because I don't want to go through whatever steps to do an upgrade no, bro, and whatever you have no to steps. do. You and... go to their web store. Okay. You buy the PS4 version. That's it. I know. No steps. Cool. It actually, right. it actually documents it here. And... And push square. Why does it need to be documented? Push square. Well, because you know, the minute they announced it, like you, like you said, agreeing, I agree with you. They did it begrudgingly. So if you happen to be on your PS5, you never get that option to buy the PS4 version because it's on your PS5. But if you do it on the in the store on the web, it gives you both options. You you buy the PS4 version, it joins your library. On on day release, the PS5 version becomes available at no no cost. Presumably. I will hedge my bets that I way. love that people in the chat remember yes, get, John, got John $2 Cusack, reference. Yes, appreciate indeed, it. indeed. Appreciate it. Well, right, the mag right. is old enough to remember, you know, stuff from like the 50s, right? Oh, so. boy. Oh, boy. Oh, I can hear him screaming from Canada You ever right notice, now. you ever notice like with the mag, uh -huh. I'll be watching him on podcasts. And you ever, you ever catch him sleeping on podcasts? Because <laughs> I'll be watching and uh, I'll take and a screenshot. And I'll, I'll have it like a perfect screenshot where he's like zoned out and I'll DM him and I'll be like, caught you again. You're not really too excited to be here, are you? And, <laughs> so. Oh, man. See, when, 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 when Slow-Mo Backslap is not here, like give, giving uh, Everborn the right to smoke. Now you're here trying to try to provoke the mag. I'm not going to hear the end of this until uh, until PTG, I, I suspect. I, also, I, I, I love that uh, uh, Forte has showed mm -hmm. up in slow yeah, I know, place. I know. He's the one. He's the more sensible of the two. There you go. Oh, oh. So you, you're starting that now too. Okay. Good. Good for you. Good luck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we'll move along and we'll we'll touch a few light, light topics before we get to you know the meat and potatoes of the matter. Uh, so we hear Grand Theft Auto Six is in development. Nothing All right. new. See you in ten years. I know. Yeah. The the first tweet that I saw about this post underneath it was, "Yo, 2030 is gonna be lit." <laughs> I was like, man, these people have started early, you know. 
but I mean, are we surprised? People were like, people were so focused on this game just never stopped selling, which is the G GTA Five. That is. <laughs> Red said I got time. <laughs> I love it. Right? Okay. What do you think of GTA 6 being being like being announced this way? Like it's just kind of oh, by the way, get off our butt about it. GTA 6 is in the works. Well, it's, okay. G the next GTA is currently in the works. It's the, um, VGC is, is 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 presuming it's GTA 6. They just said yeah. the next title is currently in the world. Jez was trying to troll me, being like, you know, let's just Grand Theft Auto Online 2 or whatever. And I'm like, uh, but I it's mean, interesting. Can't we're, you see we're... a Destiny type shared world where it's I'm campaign sure, yeah. and multiplayer yeah. kind of? I could see it, considering yeah. how much money GTA Online makes. Like, mm. But his whole thing was, what if there is no single player for GTA 6? It's just GTA Online Straight 2. And I'm like, online. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, I'm like, no, they wouldn't do no, that. They couldn't I... do that. I mean, they could, but they mm. wouldn't. It, if anything, they would scale back the single player uh, and not have it as much as like 5 was or whatever. But what's interesting is that we've seen a bunch of these announcements recently. Like, when they would announce a new Grand Theft Auto game or any game from Rockstar, it's a big thing. They just put out a video at any point in time and boom. Mm -hmm. Right, big, like flashy. millions, millions, yes. yeah. But you've seen recently, so they basically announced this in a tweet. Mm -hmm. uh, Blizzard announced their a new unannounced game in a brand new world, not connect to anything else in a in in a, in a job posting. Right, mm -hmm. uh, respawn announces three Star Wars games in a blog post. Um, Crisis Four was announced in just the Twitter thing. Yeah, they're kind of just dropping things. They're like, just well. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's what's going on. They are all there's there's too many jobs around with not enough talent to fill those jobs. So they have to announce these projects in order to attract mm. talent. And could have fooled me, but it seems like that's what a healthy industry would do. Well, you, and you, it's too and bad. You know what? I appreciate your you know? comment, but <laughs> you're not allowed to comment here because you've never played GTA Five. Moving quickly along, and I never will. Wait, yeah, he, that's so right. He, he hasn't that's read right. Real Time, and he and he hasn't he played GTA Five. Like, what do you never played GTA Five? I hear credentials are a big thing on these Twitter spaces and Twitter streets. Where are your credentials, man? Where are They're your right gaming there, credentials Everborn, and your fantasy Everborn credentials? Saga everywhere. This, this this whole show is just me trying to remind everyone, whenever possible, that this man has never played GTA Five. Come on, man. And never will. I refuse. It is the catcher in the ride GTA of, of gaming. GTA 4 was my last GTA. Nico, Nico was Ballack. the last. Uh, Next thing you're going to yeah. you haven't played like Bioshock or something. Basically, I think that, 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 is, that is an apt comparison. Like required reading, if you will. Come on now. Okay. Come on now. He calls himself a fantasy fan and hasn't read Wheel of Time. Unbelievable. Oh. Uh. I mean, fantasy is more than Wheel of Time. Sure. Are you next? Are you going to tell me you've never read Lord of the Rings? I okay, have read good, Lord of the Rings. I was, I was about Hobbit. to kick you out of this Skype call. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, and and Mr. Lucius Augustus, welcome. Thank you for being here. I disagree vehemently. GTA Four story is not as not as good as Five. I I, I disagree, but I appreciate your opinion. You don't like you don't like the immigrant I, story. I think it was done too tongue in cheek. The 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 accent in, insulted my intelligence. Ah, my cousin, Nico. Like, Get out of here with all that. Hey, let's ridiculous. go look at some oh. big American titties. You know, it, it, it just yeah. angered me when I heard them. <sighs> but okay, I'll, I'll I'll let it slide. That's how I felt about San Andreas, but whatever. I'll give you that too. I'll give you that too. That that also insulted me a bit. That whole, that, that thing. Although Sam Jackson wasn't it. So I had to, you know, 
give it give it what it, what it deserves. Whenever Sam is in something, I almost gave my last my second uh, ah. curse when you said Sam Jackson. <laughs> Bad mother. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> so uh, another another little side story that that I, I, still never forgive Star Wars for what they did to Mace Windu. I, I need him back, him. by the way, but but that's a different conversation. Yes. So Rocksteady. Uh oh. Suicide Squad being delayed to 2023. Anyone surprised? No. Nobody's surprised. No. And guess what? Uh, that may not be the only one that is delayed, okay. right? Because I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get Harry Potter this mm. year either. Well, they've actually yeah. come out and said they expect Harry Potter this year, though. Okay. So uh, that and Gotham Knights. Once uh, Gotham Knights basically it's kind of been hinted that it's going to be a fall release. You knew there'd be no way Suicide Squad was releasing anywhere close to Gotham Knights. Mm -hmm. So you've... Well, and that's the thing. To your point, Rand, like, we have seen, like, full long-form gameplay clips of Gotham Knights. And there's just no reason that um, WB Games would want to release the two of those in the same year, because why, right? Um, so I, 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 even if like we did see gameplay, I would just think like strategically they'd want to place them one year after their other for, for, you know, uh, fiscal role, you know, results and things like that. But, um, I just think everything is, everything's slipping, man, everything. Well, and so we, you know, maybe we hear this about God of War. Who knows? <laughs> People are still on that God of War train, baby. I, am. I would be surprised though because it's not gonna. Are we are we really serious in thinking that they're going to rebuild anything? It's just a continuation of the assets they already have, new stories in that world. Yeah, I feel like that's an oversimplification sure, sure. of it most, though, because when you are building a whole is oversimplification. Most of it is. Yeah, yeah. It, th because there's there's so much more that needs to yeah. be done in the way of Mo motion yeah. capture, in the way of uh, you know uh, art direction, and all the new places that they have to build that weren't there before. Yes, the same play mechanics might be there, and yes, they're gonna reuse some animations. That's fine, people. Um, but uh, it, it it is a lot to craft a thing like that, especially when you think of how long the first one uh took so we you you add the 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 covid delay to it and that's just it is what it is and we'll, you know we'll get these things uh yeah, when they're I, ready I, I don't have i'll tell you what delays. though 2023 yeah they, they keep saying that. 2023 is going to be an amazing 2021 <laughs> the 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 year of dreams hopefully yeah. <laughs> man warner brothers got some uh i think they got some management problems because you look delays. at you look at Rocksteady. Mm -hmm. Their last game was in 2015. Yeah, kind of nuts. That'd be right? eight years in between releases. Uh, Warner Brothers Montreal. Yep. Their last game was Batman Arkham Origins in 2013. At their that's height, that's Insomniac's two games. In, in, in... Yeah, that's nine <laughs> years, right? <laughs> and even even Monolith, uh, who just announced Warner, Wonder Woman, which mm -hmm. probably isn't coming till 2024, right? Um, that game, uh, their last game was Shadow of War, which was 2017. So even you're looking at seven years on that one. Yeah. The Skywalker Saga, so, saga the, you know, from Traveler's Tale, who used yeah. to be normally every single year. Yeah, I had think, a really good cadence. I think yeah. they're on five years for this game. Well, uh, well, so to that to that end, how much of that has to do with the 
two acquisitions that they've had to go through and the potential sale that fe- uh, deal that fell apart a year or two back. I don't think the de- right? I don't think so, the, any of the deals that fell apart had anything to do with it. Maybe maybe the merger might or whatever, but I kind of look at well, but there's two mergers though, right? There's the AT and T merger, and now AT and T spinning them out merger. into this Discovery deal. What was that? Twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? Probably closed in twenty eighteen. Sure. That that one might have had some. I just think it's just poor management because I think like they let these studios be. Like, oh, you build something and then they cancel the game. Like there were rumors that uh, that um, Warner Brothers. Uh, Montreal was working on a, a Suicide Squad game that ended up getting canceled, and then they had to, they were working on a Damian Wayne game that got canceled, and then they were working that, on this Gotham Knights, and then Suicide Squad pitched a Superman game and a Justice League game, and they both got denied, and then they ended up picking up the scraps of the Suicide Squad game that was canceled. From like it's it's weird. It seems like the only one who's actually putting out steady content is NetherRealm. Mm, you know like well so to that end um i know a lot of people want the um the wb games acquisition um is wb games actually a good target for what microsoft needs if they if they really don't don't have the release cadence required required for well to be my buddy jess gordon would say uh, no and it's simply because of you you would have to license these things. You wouldn't own the IP. Well, but here's, well, here's, here's the question, well, though. Well, hold on. Well, let, can do I do it? it? Can ahead. I say go it? Yes, can I ahead. say it? So I've been beating uh-huh. this drum for maybe six months yeah. now, right? And uh, there, I'll tell you a thing uh, offline, Rand. Uh, but um, not that I know anything about what I'm about to say, something but else something related. I get you. tangentially yes, yes, yes. related. Um, but... Um, why not just buy the whole thing? They did so with the, and I don't mean you buy the whole thing for WB Games. I mean you buy it because all of your uh, com- your main competitors, which are Amazon, they have Prime Video, Apple, they have uh, Apple TV Plus. Um, they they're all in that space. You then right? own they're all DC, in the streaming video DC, space. The whole IP, right? all of them. Right, but it's but again, it's more about you have a video streaming service to add to your the consumer arm of your business, and it is another uh, well functioning um, um, streaming service that you don't have to build from scratch. You buy that, you also inherit the movie studios and all the IPs, even the ones outside of video games that you can monetize through. And, um, through, uh, you know, through the video game arm, and then all your video game projects, now you can have cross-pollination to these these other things. And I'm not saying they are buying all of WB. You're I'm talking about you could have. So you're they, essentially they did, saying they that... They spent that money on, on Activision Blizzard. They're saying so money. Well, I'm, I'm coming so to you're, that So, point. so everyone, ahead, you're essentially saying that you think Microsoft should buy Discovery then? Well, yes, that's what they'd have to do now. But just fun fact, right? In this discovery deal, which AT&T has just valued, they have valued Warner Brothers or Warner Media at $45 billion, right? And 
this new uh, entity, which is uh, Warner Media and Discovery, is going to be called Nuco. The Warner Brothers shareholders will own 70% of Nuco, and the Discovery shareholders will own 30% of Nuco. And by the way, a so, quick aside. Uh, Nuco is just a, is just a placeholder name. I used to work for a company who also split off, and they all started as Nuco before they came up with their actual name. Just right. something they say. Nuco is just for new yeah. company. Um, but the point is, uh, I don't know what um, you know. If we if we say that forty five billion is seventy percent of the value, then we can do the math to derive um, the other. So you can call it around sixty billion dollars. You add a markup to that. It would it would not only uh, give them WB Games, which again that's a pittance on why you would really be buying it. You'd be buying it so that you have that to bolster your entertainment arm, which is um, yeah HBO Max, which right right HBO Max and mm -hmm. the studios and all those things, um, and that's how if, if you're getting WB, that's the way I think you get it. God, well, God's sake, okay, but okay. Continue. You, we, me and Jez have talked about this. I, and his response has always been, he doesn't think Microsoft is interested in that. Mm. He doesn't think Microsoft is interested Slow in... Slow-mo's in the chat saying the same thing. They don't care about he, that. Yeah, much. like they w aren't interested in owning DC Comics. Mm -hmm. They're not interested in, in owning HBO Max. They're not interested in owning that those sort of things. And I tend to agree with them. I think the way you could have gotten Warner Brothers was basically buying them from Discovery or AT&T before all this stuff went down and then trying to sign a 20-year exclusive licensing arrangement for Basically the IPs. Yeah, but I do want to be clear. I'm not saying they buy them just for the no, video No, 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 but I'm just saying... Piece. That would be like... No, I get what you're saying, but I kind of agree with Slow-Mo and I kind of agree with Jazz. I don't think Microsoft is interested in basically running a movie studio or a video or, or a uh, subscription... TV studio. I really don't think so because I don't think a lot of people, a lot of uh, people at Xbox were interested in really running Mixer and really kind of taking yeah. control of influencers and stuff like that. So you you could be right. Uh, but I, I don't know. Someone just tells me that I don't think Microsoft is just that interested in, in, in owning HBO Max and own well, DC to, Comics and all those different things and stuff. To, to be fair, uh, People had asked Nadella, not specifically about Warner Brothers, but they asked him about uh, being in the video streaming business. And he's he's literally said they're not interested in that. I'm saying the only way to me it makes sense to buy WB games is you buy that. And now you're playing in that world that your competitors are in that I don't think um, it's a. I don't think we can definitively say that maybe in the future they wouldn't be interested in that business. That's the way to do it. it but if you're not going to get the whole thing and you don't want to get into the whole video streaming and Hollywood productions and cross uh, pollination of IPs, then I don't think WB Games makes mm -hmm. sense at, you know, as a whole. I don't even think, because whatever you're going to have to pay for that licensing, you're going to pay that, and then at some point that deal is going to expire, and then it becomes less valuable. Sure. Do they want to deal but with that? But if you sign a 20-year and... deal, that's 20 years from now. I mean, who knows Who knows what the next five years are going to be, let alone the next 20? And when you're talking about... The reason why WB is so interesting, at least to me, and why I always was like, they would complete Xbox to a certain degree. Because when we talk about Game Pass... 
selling Game Pass to people who aren't really into video games is tough because m- you look at Halo and and yeah, it reached 20 million people, but Halo really kind of appeals to a certain gamer, a certain hardcore enthusiast, right? What Sony's doing with with Insomniac and Marvel smart because the MCU and superheroes are incredibly mainstream, especially the casual audiences. So when you look at Warner Brothers, uh, a Batman game, a, a Suicide Squad game, a Wonder Woman game, I think has more appeal than a lot of the a lot of the games that Microsoft will be putting on the future, simply because of their broader appeal, which is why I think Microsoft was interested in WB to begin with, because if you could make a new Batman game and put it on Game Pass. That's a huge that, event because everybody knows Batman. Into gamers, yeah, that's right. Because yeah. like, look at Starfield. Starfield, we all think is going to be a great game, but yeah. Starfield is more than likely going to appeal to a, a very hardcore to an existing audience, existing uh, fan base already. But, yeah, yes. but Batman appeals like to everybody. Batman that's appeals right. to hardcore gamers. Batman that's appeals like to casual gamers. Into gamers. Yeah, Sp- you know, yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. why those. The, that's why they're valuable because of the all the demographics they can hit. The yeah. problem is they don't own the IPs. Yeah, you could solve it by buying all of Discovery and then you own everything. But do you really want to be in the HBO Max business mm-hmm. or the movie business? I don't necessarily know. You definitely yeah. probably don't want to be in the comic book business, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know why they wouldn't want to be in the HBO Max business, though. Right? Well, but, but remember, like, HBO Max uh, isn't doing that hot. Like They keep throwing things at it and, and it's, 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 it's full of good content. But they are not Disney Plus. They are not Netflix. They have not hit that critical mass where it's self-sustaining. They're still trying, and I don't think my, I don't think Microsoft wants to be in that business of focusing on that market when they're busy trying to be successful on gaming, you know, as well as all the other businesses. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I do see what you, where you're yeah. coming from well, though, because it would fulfill a, 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 it would fill a hole that they need, right? They they would no longer need IPs. They would no longer need to contract from anybody. They have IPs galore at that point, right? They have many developers. Well, Although I agree, they, they are making a Halo right. series, and, they, and if that does well, that I guarantee you they'll make a Gear of, series and all those the, other things. The, the uh, Paramount Plus, which now we have to get subscribed to, screw that stuff, right? But I do agree with Slow Mo. And Microsoft as all did open yes, up their did. own yes, uh, television. I do studio. agree with Slow Mo though that the reason why this is waste would be wasteful is that the, their their mindset for what they want Game Pass to, to, to be is churn, you know, constant studio adding in. And we've already established right now that their studios, as great as their games are, they don't come out in, in any remotely of a, of a, of a uh, dependable, re- recreatable time frame. Nine years between games, right? So in order to make them successful, you'd have to go in there and rejigger their system, which they don't want to do. They're already busy with this Activision Blizzard daunting task, right? Right. So having they would want a well-oiled machine that could literally be bought and continue uh, 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 the process of putting uh, uh, content into Game Pass immediately. And I don't see that being WB's MO, right? Rocksteady, when was the last time we saw a game? And we're already talking about them delaying this one. They're not people who produce quickly. So what's their what's their benefit in Game Pass? You know what I'm saying? So I do see that. Their benefit in Game Pass is for them to make the Matrix game. <laughs> but they have so many studios. And even that's what this even is all today, about. Even today, the coalition, the coalition, I'm showing my could hand, make the, the Matrix game, right? <laughs> 
I want I want Phil Spencer to buy Warner Brothers so he can make that Matrix game a reality. <laughs> and you think that only only Phil Spencer and, and Xbox could make the Matrix games a thing? O- only he sees the vision. Mm, interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. All right. All right. Let's move along. We're speaking speaking relatively in that Sony camp, we heard this news this week, where Sony has plans. Well, in the works right now, ten live service games in development. Now. This is where, before I, I let you go off, Mr. Everborn Saga, this is where I give him the righteous roses that he, he deserves because he has said for a long time, and I've agreed with him, that if you want to see what PlayStation's doing, don't hear what they say. Look at what Microsoft did because they are doing exactly the same thing. They may say something wrong, something completely opposite to their consumer base because they know that you know they have a lot more of those those warriors <laughs> involved there and they don't want they might not want to hear that so they'll tell you to look left but when microsoft is going right they're following them right so this is exactly where they're going what do you think everyone no no let oh, Rand oh, yes, go yes, first yes, but the specific quote yes. is if you want to know what sony's mm-hmm. doing just look at what microsoft was doing, was doing two years, two ago. years yes, ago yes Rand. please that's it I mean, and, and that's on its scale. It's not a surprise at all. None of Indeed. this is is shocking to anybody that has any common sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, look, live service games make a ton of money. Okay, Facts. and you look at you look at a lot of their um, Sony's recent financial breakdown. They made the most money from microtransactions and DLC out of that entire pie. And what game again? Uh, Here the, he goes. Call well, of Duty. <laughs> but that's the <Fortnite>. thing. <laughs> you know? All those live service games contribute so much to Sony's yeah. bottom line. And yeah, I think Sony was freaked out. I think they were completely freaked out when Microsoft bought Activision because Spit Call of Duty morning. makes them a ton of money. <laughs> but this was the all these games were essentially in in the plans for a long time. So, look, Jim Ryan has said that he's frustrated with the console business, right? He's mm-hmm. frustrated that games like God of War only sell. 20 million and can't reach the hundreds of millions right um and these games That's third party every talk. single year these games cost more and more and more and more and more to make but the console market isn't getting any bigger it usually remains about 250 million people that buy it so what do you do you have to either raise the price which they did to 70 right an extra 10 bucks a game yeah. and you need to find other revenue streams which they are with pc but what else can you do is you can make and finally go into the field of live service. Now, you don't necessarily need every live service game to hit, right? But if you can get one of those 10 games to actually hit, then it essentially pays for all the others. And you can have a consistent revenue generator, right? Because when you look at like God of War, it sells so much in the first month or two, but then it kind of just falls off. And it'll sell more as, as like sale prices dip. But you get all that revenue at the beginning, but something like Fortnite is just generating billions of dollars every single year, year in, year out. Same thing with Apex Legends. It is a consistent revenue thing. And so, yeah, it's like, it's not a surprise that Sony's doing this because the writing has been on the wall. Everything that Sony has been doing is essentially what Microsoft has been doing since 2016, putting games on PC, right? Uh, Mobile streaming, uh, subscription services, live service games. It seems like Sony is going, it, it's it's weird because Microsoft was very much about games as a service. Uh, you know, you had your gears with your multiplayers, you had Sea of Thieves, you had State of Decay, you had Halos, right? They typically focused on those experiences. But with Bethesda, 
it kind of was like, and some of the other acquisitions like Ninja Theory and stuff, it kind of was like, okay, in Compulsion Games, it was like Obsidian, you were getting Microsoft into like buying and making more single player content, right? Where Sony was already making the single player content, but they didn't have the multiplayer content. So they're kind of like a reverse flip of each other. So now Sony's making more multiplayer content. Microsoft's making more single player content. I mean, I don't know. The writing's been on the wall forever. This is all just about money. It's all about maximizing the money you can kind of squeeze from your users, right? Because mm -hmm. as they said before, the market's not growing anymore. So what do you have to do? You basically got to get every single red cent from your, you know, users. Now they're going to be competing yeah. with third parties because in the play, play PS4 gen, they basically were like, listen, we're going to focus on single player. Well, you guys can do whatever you want in, in the multiplayer space. But just like with the streaming wars, when Netflix showed up and everybody was like, okay, you can license our content. Mm -hmm. And then all these people that owned friends and owned like Frasier and all these incredibly old TV shows that people love to watch. They were sitting there like, well, wait a minute. Why is Netflix making all this money off of content that we made? And now all those companies went to go make their own streaming service. That's almost exactly what's going on here. Sony was like, we're going to make our own single player. We'll let the third parties thrive. Mm -hmm. And then Sony sees all the money coming in from the third parties with the rise of live service and was like, we want a cut of that. Yep, yep, instead, instead of only taking 30% from this shit, we let's take 100% from this. Yep, we want the whole deal. Indeed. So I Indeed. wonder how some of these third parties are going to feel when now on PlayStation, yep. they're going to have competition from Sony on this end at this point. Yep. Right? I, so I, it's, I did it's, hear... I did hear folks complain when, when this whole Activision Blizzard deal thing struck. I heard folks complain that this might lead to like a less attention for indies on Game Pass because now they have their own studios. Similarly, right? They, they have their own studios. They, they have their capabilities to do whatever they want. So they no longer have to lean on these indies or all these uh, other third parties to then pad the, 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 the content, right? So similarly, people are worried so that this will they'll stick to their own rather than giving opportunities to the third parties. What were you saying, everyone? No, so I think uh, what, just to, to add on to a little bit of what, <clears throat> what Rand was saying, I think, I think we saw this, right? Every time, uh, you know, a platform holder wins a generation, they sort of can take advantage of their position in the marketplace, right? So, in the 360 generation, we saw um, Microsoft taking advantage of its position in the marketplace where they didn't have to buy new studios because they were such a major player and they had this uh, greater market share or towards the end neck and neck market share where they, they couldn't be ignored. So it wouldn't be uh, uh, financially uh, wise to exclude uh, their players out, right? Uh, and so they ended up in the Xbox One generation not having a strong foundation in a lot of areas, right? So what we've seen with Sony is they have been able to, uh, again, they did invest in their first party, but they invested in doubling down on a single uh, type of experience. I'm not calling all the games samey, but I'm saying they're a similar experience, right? So they've done that, they've gotten really strong there, they've used those 
the 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 experiences that they've are are just the best in the industry at creating to bring people in but once people are in the door they've relied on their market share to create deals with third party uh partners to uh fill the holes that they, that they didn't fill the gaps in their portfolio so they never needed to focus on uh you know bringing back socom or, or 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 building out kill zone or resistance or creating a new multiplayer ip why because they had to deal with call of duty because they were making all this money with epic and they could negotiate contracts with epic because of their market share to do cross play and they get a cut of every every sale and all that on top of the 30 percent that they have to get <clears throat> so they've done that and because they were resting on their the laurels of their market share now uh after january uh 18th they found themselves in a position where they may not be able to rest on that even if they preserve their market share lead which they they which it is not the same right now it's it was uh two to one now it's two-thirds something like that right number that they, that they, 17 yeah. million to 12 million like right that. so uh but and 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 so again right they they may not be able to rely on those things because microsoft has taken them off the board and what i what i want to point out that is interesting and i it, it sort of relates to the other thing but i'm not going to take it there is sony did those things mm -hmm. right and 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 that's great and they did they they on top of the Destiny deal that they did for early content and the Call of Duty deal that they did for early content and what they did with Final Fantasy VII Remake and Street Fighter V, you know, they did that and Microsoft was unable to secure deals or uh, um, secure similar deals because they had smaller market share. Microsoft was unable to... Um, you know, counter offer when Sony wanted something to be exclusive because the Xbox market, and I'm not talking about morality here, I'm just talking about like yeah, business, numbers, right? If Microsoft wants side. a timed exclusive, yeah. it will cost more because you're you're limiting your sales potential on a greater number of people, right? And when Sony wants an exclusive deal, they are, you know, they can cover the losses that are projected on the Xbox side because, you know, there's less people. And that's why you, it's this it's vicious cycle. So the problem there is Microsoft could go and say, so they couldn't rely on third party and they couldn't get, they're getting locked out of content, which is diminishing them in the mind of consumers, which is leading to more disparity in market share. And it was harder for them to attract talent because all the best yeah. talent is either going to go to the big third-party publishers who are in bed with Sony because they have the market share, or they're going to go to Sony, the number one game in town. So how do you attract talent in order to build those games that will bring people back over, right? It was this thing where they could not... Um, even if they wanted to and they and and they were were trying and the, the you could say well you build what you have in house they do that that takes what five years and it's, by the time that materializes possibly. you've lost even more market yep. share even more money maybe the whole thing gets shut down so they do they use their advantage which is not market share it is capital yeah. they use that capital to buy 
uh, studios to fill the gaps that they have. And that is how competition works, people. Mm -hmm. And you right? know what? So I, we will continue that conversation yeah. later, but that's what leads us to where where yeah. Sony is. So Sony now finds itself in a position where they have rested on their laurels. They now need to make a purchase to help them to fill the gaps that they have. And they do that. It's printed as 3.6, but 1.2 of that is deferred. So they really only paid 2.4 for Bungie. That's I want to go with the, with the um, next. Continue, go ahead. And they did that to fill that hole. Because if they wake up tomorrow, maybe Phil is a nice guy. <laughs> and Rand, I disagree with Jez. I think I don't. Phil is not he a nice kept man. Saying that was getting on my he damn talks nerves. Talks nice, so he can get <laughs> no, no, close no, no, enough no. to hit you with Phil the shit. Phil is a nice dude. Phil's a very nice guy. I, yeah, he's not a nice business. He's also man. an assassin. He's a shrewd business. Exactly. Man. That's, that's exactly. You don't get right? to be CEO so, of Microsoft so, Gaming, you know, just being a nice guy. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. So, so, so again, there is a like right now, what what they have with COD for all of their players that are into that game and that genre, that could be gone if Phil wakes up in a bad mood, <laughs> yeah. right? They can't have that, so they had to make this purchase. And I know this deal was in the works for months mm -hmm. before, but many deals were in the works. Talks are happening all the time. Deals are being built all the time, but the deal is not done until you come to agreeable terms. And I think that autonomy and that 3.6 billion number is what had to be done to get the deal done. After and that what, was what settled the, on after they saw, right? Because they said, we can't afford to let to let this mm -hmm. deal pass us by because they could have woke up and Microsoft got Bungie yep. also. Yep. So they said, what does it take to get the deal done? You want autonomy? Fine. So what do you think of the, what Just think help of us build these service games. Added to keep, to keep employees happy. That's not what it's for. What do you think? I, that's part of what it is, uh, but I was listening to Hoag's yeah, yeah, Law's Hogue yeah, video yeah. on this, and what he was saying is it's really like a deferred payment on on the um, entire okay. deal. So basically, like Sony only has to come out of pocket with two point four billion now, uh, and the other one point two billion is to keep them honest to deliver something, but also it gives Sony a little bit more time for to, uh, to get that liquidity yeah. right to go and to go and, and pay them for that so that is a concession on sony's side that bungie had to give into we're not going to give you that cash up front we're going to slow down we're only going to pay 2.4 now we're reported as 3.6 because it looks mm. big to our you know investors in the market 3.6 is higher than 2.4 it's a big number and you know, uh, we don't really have so, the kind of pockets that so, Microsoft uh, has, but this shows how serious we are. Slow-mo's out here delivering some Sun Tzu. <laughs> the deadliest killers disarm their victims with a smile. <laughs> Eggs, that's what I'm saying. For the watch. <laughs> Good sir. Uh, what do you for think, Rand? So, for Bridge 4, right, Slow-mo? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> what do you think, Rand, of, of the... Because there's a lot of talk about, oh, they paid too much and all of this stuff. And I know not everybody's a, a, a backseat uh, economist and all of that. But the, the idea that they paid, well, the, 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 at the end of it all, ultimately they will have paid about almost 3.7 or something after tax or whatever for this entire deal. You know, and... You know, of course, the, the Twitter streets are, are, are ablaze with the fact that all the games stay multi-platform. What are your yeah. thoughts? I mean, I think Bungie's the only studio that could has the cachet to be able to pull a deal like this off with independence, mm -hmm. right? And 
Well, I like we had heard years ago that Microsoft was talking to Bungie, and it was pretty much the same deal. Like Bungie wanted independence, essentially over two billion, and they also wanted they independence. Want the deal, yeah. And you know, whatever talks broke off, but clearly Bungie has been looking for quote unquote a sugar daddy, somebody <laughs> to essentially fund everything they want to make. I keep right? saying it. I keep saying it. Bungie's for the streets, baby. Well, I'm just come, saying, like, Bungie has a lot of plans. Bungie okay. has a lot of plans, not only mm -hmm. the video game space, but yeah. in the multimedia space with TV okay. and movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think the way they're situated, they needed a first party or a console, uh, pla a platform holder to essentially fund their dreams, mm -hmm. right? But see, this is the difference between a studio that has a very successful ip in a studio that doesn't mm. look at bungie right here 3.6 billion say what you will about density i don't like it but like people love that game it is very yeah, successful yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it basically mm -hmm. has like a million million users every single day like when you look at this like when you look right. at for a game that right? came out what eight million yeah, eight yeah, years and ago and whatever what, whatever they ago? put out is going to be a big deal so you look at someone like insomniac mm -hmm. that sold before all this for 250 yeah. million but the reason they sold so low was because, sure, they sold before all this acquisition stuff really kicked off. But also, because really Somniac doesn't of. own yeah. any successful IP. Mm -hmm. You know, say what you will about Sunset Overdrive. Some people might say, I love that game, and I did too, but Me not too, a successful yeah. IP. It's not a successful, not Neither was Fuse. So with Bungie, you're getting the Destiny IP, which is worth so much. That's why Activision Blizzard costs $70 billion, because mm -hmm. you're owning all the IP. You're owning Call of Duty. Right? Yep. So yeah, they overpaid, but everybody's overpaying now because it's a seller's market, right? So basically Bungie was able to get what they wanted. You know, Sony's saying they're gonna use their expertise to help basically give the experience and the tools needed for their other 10 other live service games that like the know-how to kind of build stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So if the, if the cost is basically Bungie being a, a, an independent publisher and doing what they want, then to Sony, it's probably like, okay, Destiny will be our Minecraft, or this team's going to be our Minecraft. Whatever they put out will be everywhere. We'll just continue to rake in money. We'll have a consistent revenue stream, and we're going to use the the knowledge and the talent that you know they have, and we're going to you know have Insomniac because there's rumors Insomniac's making a live service game, right? Mm, there's rumor yeah. that Gorilla's making a live service game. Listen, they could help get fractions out the door. Factions. Well, two I out doubt the it. Door, factions two is supposed to be coming out this year, so I doubt I doubt Bungie's going to help in any regard on that one. Um, you think that's coming out this year? Rumors have it coming out this year. Uh, rumors have it coming. It. Rumors have it launching at the same time the HBO Last of Us TV show comes out, which, which that would be smart. Yeah, which would, would be sense. incredibly smart. Also, a little bit too convenient for a rumor. But I we'll mean, see. you never know. I mean, if it doesn't come out this year, it comes out next year, and. I don't think Bungie could really help that much with it now, but no, I mean this. I think also. Hey, no, I, hold on a minute. Sorry, Rand. Can we highlight uh, slow mo's comment? I actually just put it up there. Hey, Rand. Phil needs to assign Kotech to the bridge floor. No, no. I yeah. think Kotech needs to s scrape uh, cram from the walls of the chasms. <laughs> Right where you pick up the 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 the, the old Look, fabric. As much as y'all hate then, it. He's going to be thrown off a bridge and his golden parachute will glide him to obscurity. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. It is what it is, my friends. 
But yes, continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it was just let him this. Let him herd the chulls. I think also there is the money, right? <laughs> Jeff Grubb reported that Microsoft was also t- talking to Bungie as well. Mm. But I think the Activision deal just happened, and that was Microsoft's number one priority. Mm-hmm. And I think Sony was like, "Let's just get, let's just get Bungie right now." Who knows mm-hmm. who else was talking to Bungie? Like, See, let's just wrap and, them and up, you know even if Ryan? we what? You know, like um, that that uh, that conversation about about uh, um, uh, Jeff Grubb talking about the, the, the rumors that they were talking as well. That has been in, in that has been spoken of quite some time. But honestly, I don't know. Maybe you can tell me different. But I've never thought that they were serious about getting repurchased by Microsoft. I, I, I made this analogy on Boom Show. It's like you know that crazy crazy ex girlfriend that now you see is hanging out with, with other people and is doing what righteous and yes they're doing well but every time you think about him all you think is that chick threw my stuff out the window like screw see, that it, guy you know, what, you know what I'm saying it's different like, man it's different because it's a different Xbox it's a different and world a different yes. Microsoft and from... we see that but you don't think that 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 uh, and I think that all of that stuff about uh, original Microsoft Activision's deal with them all of that has has basically enforced their sense of independence. You want you want us to be with you? We want complete independence. Dude, you just give us you, the money. Did you ever let hear what Mar- Did you ever hear what Marty O'Donnell said? Like mm, after yes. so after um they uh they they won their independence or bought their independence back mm-hmm. from Microsoft mm-hmm. and they basically signed a deal with Activision. Uh they and the and the main leaders at Bungie went out to dinner with Activision, right? The Activision mm-hmm. execs. And Marty was basically like these dudes were just kind of like talking down to Bungie and Marty O'Donnell like freaked out and was just like, I wanted to cancel the deal right then and there and go back to Microsoft. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Marty O'Donnell doesn't work at Bungie anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, I do think, I do, I do think Bungie wanted to sell to somebody. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft, Microsoft. I mean, it's, it's been, it's out there. Microsoft could have been the publisher of Destiny. Had they were they willing to pay that three point six billion or whatever, and and I, give them that Mojang deal? Well, no, 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 no. He means back when, um, back when they first did well, that. Well, also, so there was a chance that he could they could have gone back instead of the Activision. Deal. Well, there's a chance that they could have been the publisher of Destiny and not Activision. Yeah. Also, I do think here's the thing, like I I think Bungie had no qualms about coming back home because I think mm. they knew they needed uh, a big first party to. To, to fund their dreams the yes, but yes, the yes, thing yes. is what's different here is i think phil wanted exclusivity of bungie's mm. next game and, they and i think that, that i think remember, that might have been the sticking re- point. remember way back when i said phil's not a nice man where where i think <laughs> so i think phil wanted exclusivity of their next game yeah and that was sort of non-negotiable and then this comes along and sony's a basically like yeah you can have your independence yep, yep. And, uh, Call, Call of Duty is you know, no longer ours. You can have whatever you want, Bungie. Please just come. You know, that's going to be interesting because Jazz is still riding that train. That Call of Duty is not going to be taken away from PlayStation. See, I, I think um, that half of it will. I, I think that, that, that Warzone and Warzone 2 will definitely be will, will definitely be uh, uh, available. But that I don't think that actual new Call of Duty will be, you know, will be uh, like the new console, if you will, uh, uh, what do you call it? The ones with uh, campaigns will be launched after 2024. I, what do you think, everybody? I, I think I I think that it'll be if it is true, and I don't know that it's true, right? If it is true that they're gonna move 
COD to a bi-yearly release. Um, I think when they skip that year, that'll be the last one. Uh, mainline COD will come back after taking a year off as a big deal exclusive That's on Xbox. That's where I think too. All the while, still keeping Warzone fire, still doing the events, still trying to push it like a, a service, like you know, take your drink, like the metaverse. And Warzone, want, even you know? the, and and if Warzone two comes out uh, next year and it is next gen only, that means. Uh, Call of Duty will be on next gen will be on PS5 for that whole generation. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Right. And 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 you know the following generation. I, I mean, I think generations are going away now that we're moving to this sort of um, hardware agnostic world. Uh, they'll find new reasons to sell you stuff, but uh, I, I I think that uh, that's where you that's where you the free to play stuff. That's where you keep it. You keep it everywhere. These guys get it, and 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 you use the mainline stuff to drag people over. At least for now, and I think so. This is just the strategy part of it, right? Rand, what do you think about this? What if while they're still in acquisition mode, they don't want the the PR of them taking uh, something like uh, COD away? So while they still want to pick up another publisher, which we will talk about maybe who later maybe while they're in that mode they just keep it multi-plat just to uh not rap uh you know rattle any uh sabers or cages or ruffle any feathers we'll see i mean jazz jazz seems pretty adamant it's not going to be taken from playstation i'm of asante's opinion yeah warzone will remain there they'll have the premium call of duties that release yearly or uh, every other year will be exclusive, but who knows? You know, that word Phil used, desire, still being <laughs> debated and dissected that, and looked Indeed. over. Who knows what it could mean? Oh, man. And, you know, we're not going to know. We're not going to even know until 2024 because the next yeah. two Call of Duty games are on PlayStation regardless anyways. That's right. So That's right. yeah, exactly. we won't even know. We won't even know for forever. It, it'll now, seem like forever. So do you think that the fact that this this uh, this uh, um, uh, Bungie deal and them affirming that they'll, they'll stay multi-platform, which then technically puts two PlayStation games on Xbox, one being MLB, for reasons and the other being Bungie's uh, uh, destiny and even what they're saying future games would also be uh, multi-platform do you think that changes the equation for xbox meaning oh we were gonna put them exclusive but now they're playing ball we have incentive no. to play ball as well no i don't think so See, i think microsoft I is gonna do you. what's best for microsoft and That's i think right. playstation is gonna do what's best for playstation yep. and i think getting bungie was something sony wanted and they just had to give up that independence and they probably don't view it as a big thing yep. to lose one game but well, then also one, one publisher at this point because they're future games too they say well, I was more talking about Destiny, where they would lose like matter, right? Uh, they course, would, they would, it would not be exclusive. Mm -hmm. I don't really think that matters that much to them, because mm -hmm. I've seen some people say, "Well, this is just the beginning of Sony going multi-platform." As mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. God of War is going to come to Xbox, and I'm like, Doubtful. "You're nuts! Doubtful. You're nuts!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the what they're talking about multi-platform in the sense is is yeah. PC, sure. but like I don't know, like the whole Bungie thing, like they're pretty like unequivocally talking about like coming like, to competing it's, consoles. It's, we are, so we like, are, yes, we are fully so. multi-plat, even though PlayStation is backing us. We're coming everywhere. Yeah, now, I think the reason why some people may be threading that needle is 
you know, specifically with Jim Ryan in charge, the man's about the money. When you start seeing that money coming in from all those various sources, won't it entice you to put more out there like that? Because then you get more money in, right? Do you, what, do you think that's a that's a wrong assumption? I, I get they, they get their the value of their platform where people come to, but like right now, I'm a double dipper. I did it twice with Horizon and God of War, right? I doubt because of that move that me and many people are, are doing, I see a world where day and date on PC becomes a possibility. You disagree? I've always thought day and date on PC was going to happen at some point. Mm. Sony is basically doing the... Okay, this kind of goes back to the Xbox One 2013 thing, right? The reason the Xbox One DRM and all that stuff blew up in their face mm. is because they tried to change how everything worked overnight, mm. right? They tried to basically say, listen, this is how physical game ownership works now. This is how trading, like, they tried to change literally everything overnight. And you can't do yeah. that they were to right, consumers though. that they are conditioned. too early, yeah. Sure, but the thing is, you have to you have to lead people by the nose, and you mm -hmm. have to lead them very, very, very slowly and carefully, right? Yeah. The, all that stuff would have happened on its own, mm -hmm. like it did with, look at everybody was like, nobody's going to want digital, yeah. right? Oh, no, yeah. it's all about physical. And right yeah. now... It's 6535. Oh, we, we, we can keep going. People say nobody wants connect. Oh, it's recording us. It's watching us. What do you all have in your houses now with your right. Alexas and your Google? But the thing is, your, the thing you know. is, is Microsoft tried to force change, yeah. right? Their messaging is always the problem. So with PlayStation, they wisely learned that you can't really do this stuff overnight. So they're basically doing baby steps baby steps oh here's that stranding mm -hmm. oh pierce horizon and if you look go back to look at the horizon announcement they were like don't worry guys it's <laughs> just one game yeah you know the best yeah. place to play is still playstation and then suddenly it's it's the whole slate and now they're talking about oh we're multi-platform mm -hmm. as you we're can going see beyond the console right? now so they basically so basically what happens is is Sony realizes that a lot of their fan base, a lot of their fan base, and this is, doesn't go for everybody, but a lot of their fan base are basically crybabies, yes, right? They get triggered really Something easily. goes wrong, yeah. they cry and complain. And they knew mm -hmm. if they were bringing their games to PC that that community would bitch. So basically what they do is they do it slowly. They let them what pitch awesome a fit. Segue, good they let, they awesome let them segue. basically cry themselves out to sleep, uh -huh. right? How you do with a little baby, let them cry themselves out so they can go to bed. And by the time Sony then does start doing closer to day and date stuff, it's uh -huh. accepted. It's normal. It's just how it is. Mm -hmm. That's what Sony's doing, right? So, yes, yeah, Sony's going to be doing day and date at some point. Maybe Factions is the first day and date game because that's a multiplayer game. We've been waiting you for figure, that, by the way. You know, yes. you, do, you, do, you do it on PS5. You do it on PC. Like, if you, you need all the players, you need to sell microtransactions and stuff, that, mm -hmm. those, are the, those are the games that you would want day one. In, uh, like on your PlayStation, on PC day one, in Spartacus subscription service, potentially. But realistically, if you want, these games need to be free to play. Like Last of Us Factions needs mm -hmm. to be free to play. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll see how, what the what the monetization scheme for all that stuff is. But it's all, it's look, it's all, I've been saying this for a long time. Their games are going to go to day one on PC. And anybody saying that they never will, it's like, I always They're say never, say never. Them. It's going to yeah. happen. They're and their games them. are going to be day one on Spartacus at some point. Yep. May not be this year. May not be yep. next year. May not be the year after. 100%. But they're going to they're going to experiment with it. 
Yeah. And then it's just going to be normal. That's how this stuff goes. They basically, they're just, they're just, you know, they're taking baby steps, exactly. baby steps, man. And then so, they lead you, you exactly know who else to where does they that? want you to be. It's an illusion of choice. So hold, you know hold on, who hold else on, does this? Hold on a moment. Apple. Before yes. They do it with their TikTok release of their before phones. We, before we go when... forward, we're going to switch to this conversation real quick. And I like the, I like the, uh, I like to transition to the crybabies because this this is the juicy, juicy story that I can't get away from. But before I do, I see a bunch of folks in the chat. I appreciate y'all being here. I see a lot of likes it, it being given. Please consider subscribing to the channel if you haven't done so. I need to be the host that says that because supposedly that helps. So I'm I'm going to do that. But yeah, there's all, there's a lot more people watching than there are likes. So if if uh, if you could we appreciate that, thank hit you. Hit the thank like you. button, please. Yes. But on on the crybaby note, <laughs> let, let us transition to this this a Adam Conover uh, conversation that blew up all over the damn internet. <laughs> By the way, uh, sidebar, yes. Rand, how long do we have you, sir? Yes, please. Yes, let's know. Um, I'm good for like another 45 minutes. All right, Fantastic. cool deal. Fantastic. Yes. So because I want to get to acquisition talk. Oh, after we, we have this. acquisition talk in here as well. We, we, that's All the right, last just story. Wanna, of I the just want to make sure we got yes. enough time it's so the we last can. Last story of the day. I just, just want to touch on this because he talked about crybabies, and that literally just brought me right to this story, and I have to ask about it. So, for those who haven't seen it, please do yourself a favor. Go out there on on, on your twitters because I'm sure you've seen it. Somebody liking it, somebody retweeting it, um, and when you watch this. I also will ask you to do the favor of then seeking out the, the Destin Legary, uh, uh a video that he made where he, in the nicest way possible, completely dispels all this. But if you're watching most of these shows, you've heard all these talking points before. You know that most of them are garbage. But this was kind of full-throated, pause, and absolutely ridiculous. So I feel like it, it demands some conversation because it's gone far and far and wide, right? And basically, this is just fear-mongering to the highest extent. Oh, it's going to lead to in the monopolistic, uh, monopolistic behavior, uh, Amazon-style takeover of the gaming industry. You know, uh, they're doing their best to 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 give a better work uh, a work place, but then ultimately they're going to end up being worse for, for, for developers in the long run. Weirdness. Rand, All right, I also would this. like to point out uh -huh. that this is, this is a... A TikTok yes. from a, a, a guy who has made his entire career out of mansplaining things to people. Mm, mm, yes, uh, yes. This is uh, Adam Conover of mm -hmm. Adam Ruins Everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just, just for the context of everything yes, that we yes, were talking yes. about. Whose newest so again, show is on Netflix. Whose new show is on Netflix. Yes, yes. Very true. Very true. What did you think of this rant? I know you 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 do your best. You do better than we do in staying out of that ridiculous. Frame. By the way, this is why he wanted to make sure he said it's not. They're not the Netflix of games because that's yeah, what yeah. They're the Amazon of games. Yeah, yes. okay. Amazon yeah. doesn't know how to make any games, but it was it was Ooh, look look. Mr. I understand. Randall thought dropping a little slander. Good job. I so. understand that like the future. Who knows how the future is going to play out? Right. Yeah. We don't know. Nobody knows. Um, the idea though, that like, this is the, the, the it, it was like, kind of like this, like must that Microsoft is this mustache twirly evil yeah, oh, villain. Yeah, that's right. Right. That's right. That is and, like, and PlayStation is this gazelle, the sheep that's right. about to get eaten. Like yeah, the funniest it, thing is in this guy's rant, he's like, well, Nintendo's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he didn't mention 10 cent, but then uh -huh. literally was like, 
Sony's screwed. He's like, Sony's, Sony's, mm-hmm. compl-. and it's like, mm-hmm. you're talking about the, the market leader. Like, so Nintendo's oh, going to be okay. All they make are games. What about yeah. the movies that are literally gangbusters? But what it, about it, their TV business? What about it is, all these other businesses that they are thriving in? Yeah, right his now? whole point was that basically Microsoft is going to lose money on Xbox and Game Pass mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future, and that's okay. And because their whole point is to basically dominate and strangle competition. And then when there's no more competitors, then jack up the prices. And, and become, become and the, jack, well, yeah. Not only jack up the you prices, mean like, but like, make like oh, bad games too. Cause like that was the whole thing. You know, you know, you know who jacked up prices on games? Oh, who did? Who, who's charging $70 for first party oh. games right now? And who is it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Let's let that one and, sit for a and while. And who who used their their position in the market to lock content away from consumers, and who didn't? See, yeah. Microsoft went from having no games to now having, having your, a monopoly. Games. And I saw I saw an interesting <laughs> tweet from somebody. Uh, where is it? Because uh, I sent it to Jez. It was from this guy, uh, Electric DCX. It was he tweeted, "Xbox has no games, but is also a Thanos-sized monopoly. But is mm-hmm. also third place. But is also buying up the entire industry. Mm-hmm. But also only has Halo Fours and Gears. But also isn't worth a dollar a month. But also threatens to destroy the industry. But also has no chance of winning. But also dot 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 right. Yeah, but also doesn't make any good games and can't. Yeah, and can't. Yeah, right? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't know like." And, and Everborn, you're absolutely right in this. He's basically throwing red meat to the base, as they say. He's giving them the talking points they need for the next however many months this whole acquisition thing, to, this, the acquisition uh, takes to, to, to take hold with Activision Blizzard. It, basically giving people, letting them write down notes. Okay, I need to say this. I need to say that. You know what but I wish people would them. do, okay, Asante? Mm-hmm. Please. Is when people have, when someone like this has a bad take, mm-hmm. I just wish people would ignore it and not tweet it and not retweet it because too many times i'll be sitting on my twitter feed and i'll just see nonsense retweeted to oblivion mm. and it's like you're given exact you're giving these people exactly what they want and crave true, they want true. attention they want their message to reach everywhere just ignore it and it goes away but nobody see? would for whatever reason can do that they they mm. all want to quote retweet and dig at the guy but it's like you're giving him what he wants like his true. take was absurd like completely absurd um like i don't know like his whole thing of like microsoft will raise the prices and and game pass is they're they're gonna like trust me microsoft isn't doesn't want to lose money on game pass forever like the Mm -hmm. idea that this like his argument would have more merit if microsoft was only putting games in game pass and you couldn't couldn't buy buy them them. and any other way but the fact that you can buy them the fact that they leave Game Pass, or a lot of games leave Game Pass after a certain amount of time, all that stuff, like, kind of validates his whole argument. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just funny to me. Like, oh yeah, like Microsoft, who was in last place and doesn't make any great games, is now suddenly this gigantic threat Monolith. to the video game industry. Yeah. And the current market leader is, is in his words, he said, "Effed." Like they're mm-hmm, effed. Mm-hmm. But somehow Nintendo's okay, and I'm sure Tencent will be okay, and. EA and, will be okay, and everybody else will be okay except for Sony. What this really screams to me is just this: this dude is a PlayStation fanboy indeed, who doesn't indeed. like the idea of Microsoft competing because we heard it so often last generation that Microsoft has no games and that they need to compete. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, when Microsoft st- starts competing by buying up studios and then buying Bethesda, now buying Activision Blizzard, 
these PlayStation fans are like, whoa, 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 not like that. It's like, well, you wanted this. You wanted competition. Th- this is what you're getting. But, but here's fair. the thing. They have more here's money the thing. than we do. Here's the thing, Rand. They didn't want competition. Of course they, they didn't. And they would, they, would, would, they would have been perfectly fine if Phil wasn't able to convince Satya and the board that they should invest $100 billion in gaming. And if the Xbox One went away, they would have been happy with that. Right. And and again, what we are ultimately talking about here. And by the way, to your point about not sharing it, I've been I've been I've been beating that drum for a while. And that is why I subtweet. So you may understand the context of what I'm talking about sometimes or you won't. But I never get doing a screenshot or giving everybody the shine of. And I know we're doing this like literally right now, but I'm talking about my feet. Unfortunately, yes, it is, it, it, it <laughs> um, is the news of but, the day. Unfortunately, but so we have to. Speak, I, speak I, I do agree with you. Um, it, it is. It, this is. This is the outcome that 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 he that uh, a lot of these people with these takes wanted, and we are going to be annoyingly hearing this until a few months after the deal closes, until the next acquisition, and then there will be new talking points. But anyway, mm-hmm. the thing is this: the market is working as design, yeah. right? So this is what happens. You, sometimes people are the market leader. Sega was the market leader, right? They made great things, the Prometheus of gaming, they flew too close to the sun, and then a new player came in that they couldn't match. And you know what that player did? They used their money, they bought out timed exclusives because they didn't have the developers at the time. And lo and behold, the company that w- that was in uh, number one or the number two position, they could no longer compete in this you know, world. You know what? And so they had to go the way of the third-party publisher. Sony has the experience here. In the 80s and early 90s, they were TVs. Back with CRT days. If you didn't have a Trinitron, you didn't have a TV. They owned the market. They were like 80% of the market. What happened? They flew too close to the sun. They didn't iterate. And then they fell like a stone. But... Sony's smart. They diversified, and here they are, still plugging away. Their TV business is still fine, but it's not what it used to be. The idea that we have to keep them on the pedestal because that's where they are is ridiculous. Like, absolutely ridiculous. If they're going to fall, it's because they lack innovation. Someone's doing it better. This guy is out here talking about, we should stop them because they're giving you a deal that's undeniable. Like, that's a bad thing. Right, right. It's too good. It's too... They're competing by offering you something, something good you, with games you want to play at a price so you can afford. Ridiculous. Right? And, 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 and the idea that a guy that has his own TV show mm-hmm. is going to poo-poo people who may not be able to afford all the games that he can afford yep. at $70 a pop. Or maybe he's buying the $218 toys. Mm. Right? <laughs> Maybe he can afford that, but Maybe some, he's like some other people can't. <laughs> That's right. Right? That's right. And they want the value that Game Pass provides. But again, even if what he is saying is true and Sony gets pushed out of the market, which is That's not ridiculous happen. on its face, that would mean that they did not innovate. And w- that is that is the nature yep. of the market. And if you think we should just prop companies up because it makes us feel good then we're not talking about capitalism anymore. Then we're not talking about then we're not talking about competition. We're saying I like these guys, so go uh 
keep them afloat and Microsoft just be the nice guy and die. Yeah, basically. Right? Because let's let's understand what happened, what, what happened here. Uh, you had a too big to fail mega publisher of World of Warcraft and Call of Duty and all the other things that they do and Candy Crush, right? Even though they're printing money, they were running the company into the ground. Shares prices fell by about 25, 30%. They're being investigated by, by the, the, yep. the Department of Justice Every in California. They're being sued. They're, they're fighting off uh, unions trying to be started. They're bleeding talent. They're on their way down. So what people would have preferred is that Activision either get bought by Tencent or they just fold out of business as long as Microsoft doesn't have it, <laughs> right? Yeah. As long as Sony doesn't have to think on their feet and Sony won't have any pressure on them, that that's all fine. But Microsoft buys the company that came to them. This is not a hostile takeover. This is not, they didn't, they didn't buy Activision via proxy battle. Right, where, where, where they bought themselves enough shares so they could have uh, seats on the board of directors that would okay the sale. That's not how this happened. Activision came to Microsoft barefoot and hungry. And Microsoft said, we'll try to save you. And guess what? These are people that do not like their employees because somehow we've made the, the, the leap that uh, phase one, Microsoft buys Activision. Phase two, nothing. Phase three, they're a monopoly. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then phase four, bad for workers. Mm -hmm. Because we can throw those buzzwords out there without actually justifying. Because if you watch that video, he did not actually tell you how this would be bad for workers. No, he just said All it he told you workers. is that you should yeah. give Sony $70. Yeah, basically. It's it's right? like it's like almost this dude listened to Con Moriarty a bunch of times Ooh, about this stuff and yes, then made sir. his own sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think mm -hmm. look, I don't know how the future's something, gonna go. Something, something, the dark side. I understand it. Maybe if this was Microsoft the nineties, maybe yes. because they were all yes. about that life. Mm -hmm. Uh but this Microsoft really hasn't engaged in those sort of things recently. So yeah. I don't know. Like also the idea that like uh, you know, because people brought up, well, Sony is a, a Spartacus coming up, and he was like, quick to be like, but it doesn't count because they don't have for like. Listen, when Spartacus, I mean, when Spartacus comes out in in spring, so like, let's see, Jennifer, April, May, or June, probably May, maybe, yeah, I'd probably say around May ish. Mm -hmm. And it's a combination of PS Plus and PlayStation. Now, do you think that subscription service is going to start at zero? Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> that subscription and what is PlayStation Plus at right now? Forty-eight million, something like that. They were just mm -hmm. recently reported. Yep. When they combine those things and it becomes essentially Game Pass, but without the day one titles, you know it's going to have more subscribers than Game Pass. It'll have almost double. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. But but somehow but somehow PlayStation Plus doesn't count. Yep. Somehow like this whole monopoly thing where you see people talking. Well, it's not about like the revenue that Microsoft is third. It's also about like the monopoly that Game Pass is going to have, and it's like. Hello, Game Pass isn't even the number one subscription service out there. It's PlayStation Plus by almost half or almost a hundred percent. Like, so like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know the the idea here that suddenly just because they bought Activision Blizzard means 
Xbox is going to be number one and that Game Pass is going to have 100 million subscribers and somehow it's going to force Sony into basically bankruptcy and leaving the industry and then Microsoft is going to like maniacally laugh and be like, haha, you thought you were paying $10 for games? Now you're paying $30 a month and oh, you thought you could buy games for 60? Now you can't buy them at all. Like that whole idea is absurd. He thinks in that world that the apples don't exist, the 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 uh, Amazons don't exist, the ten cents don't exist to then potentially undercut Microsoft to then offer the consumer that good thing that they're used to, like as if they will dash everyone and then they will rise the price and nobody will stand up to give an alternative. Absolutely one-sided right. weirdness this, argument. This, this but is you know what? Apps. I'll let you finish, Evanborn. But let us move on to Activision, uh, uh, to more acquisition talk because you wanted to go there. But please finish your thought. Your, your thoughts. Yeah. So again, I just want to point out that this is how the market works. Mm-hmm. And don't tell me that the company that is bringing in twenty-five billion dollars a year can't afford to do day and date. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, just because so, they said that does not mean you should believe them because they also said they can't believe they don't uh, they believe in generations and what, what happened to that idea right and and this idea that oh um they're going to be third place in revenue is a t- he said that we're using a talking point that microsoft provided us you're using a talking point that sony provide provided you about you 70 games there you go poor sony they need that extra ten dollars <laughs> how are they how are they gonna stay afloat <laughs> without the extra ten dollars everyone's Listen, extra this, $10. this is the <laughs> thing what it also discounts is the reason that Disney Plus was able to come in at an introductory price mm-hmm. and hit 100 million so fast, and you could have an HBO Max and a Paramount Plus and a Quibi and whatever other other thing? Because remember, Netflix didn't uh, Netflix the market and push everybody out, even That's though right. they were offering all of these services. Yeah. Neither does Prime. Other people came out with other services. Yep. After, guess what? Netflix trained the market to understand what a subscription movie service Should is. Yeah, that's right. And then, now that people know that and they understand what paying a monthly fee to achieve to, to receive uh, content is, then they will make a decision and say, hey, I understand that. So I'm more willing to either keep or forego my Netflix subscription mm-hmm. and also get a Hulu subscription and also get an HBO Max subscription because that's what Microsoft is doing right now for the entire gaming industry. So when Sony finally does come around and say day and date, people understand it and they'll say, hey, I don't want to pay this amount. And then what you'll see is Microsoft will have 100, 150 million subscribers. Maybe Sony will also have 100 or 150 million subscribers. And guess what? Microsoft isn't the only game in town for cloud streaming because Google, which we're not talking about today, is doing what we ultimately said back in the first episode of this show, Mm -hmm. Stadia is a POC for a B2B service that they're going to offer to other publishers, right? So Microsoft won't be controlling the back end or the front end. Pause. But (laughs) the thing is, uh, this uh, is how the market works. University says, Everborn, stop stealing my talking points. Continue, good sir. Anytime, man. Anytime. We we share and we take notes. Uh, But again, so this is how the market works. And if Sony cannot live in this market, then someone else will rise to take their place. That means they didn't in, in, innovate. Right. Let's not make excuses for these right. for the for the and, number one and console in that, maker. And, out and in that odd world where Microsoft becomes this this monolith, someone will rise as 
as you're describing here, to then take their place as somebody who will provide. Yes, because yeah. video game publishers are like Bebe's kids. They, they keep, don't die, they, they multiply. Sprout, they keep sprouting more. Yes, yes. You know, look at Devolving and Digital. And points to anyone out. who remembers Bebe's kids. Oh, bro, I still have that movie. I love that movie. Let's continue. Okay. <laughs> Let us continue. So, okay. Before we, we round out this episode, because we're about two hours in, we, we figured we'd, we'd end off with a, with a nice bang, right? We, uh, yes... We uh, uh, people keep talking about that darn acquisition season, all that. I call it cuffing season. It's time to, you know, the musical chairs are playing. You know, it, uh, the 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 DJ screaming elimination round, and you're trying to grab one before the seats are gone. You know, uh, Jeff Keeley supposedly uh, uh, had had a had a conversation where you know he said what a lot of people are already continuing to say. Even the the actual horses' mouths, they have come out and said both on Microsoft side and on PlayStation side and others have said that this is not the last thing you'll see from them. So Wait, I guess my was question, horses' mouth? Were you being like facetious as a way to say pony, or you being? I wasn't, but I appreciate that you took it there, good sir. Okay. <laughs> That's sir, not where I was I going, but I thank apologize. you, thank you, sir. But I'll start with you, Rand. I think I've heard you speak uh, a little bit about this. Where do you think it goes next? Whether that be mm. Xbox, whether that be, be PlayStation. I know we know that PlayStation still has some money in the bank. I think like last on last report, it was like $10, $10 billion still there. But that's for the entire company. Because remember, they saved the billion that they deferred that's right. on this uh, bungee right. payment. You know, that's for the entire Sony company. I doubt that they're, they're you know, uh, um, uh, wringing out their wallets to buy another company. You know, so they have about $10, 10 billion, I hear. Where do you see them going next? And Xbox also has a you know war chest and all that. Where do you see these acquisitions happening next? Uh, I mean, it seems like anything's on the table. With PlayStation, I mean, Jim's already said they're going to acquire more, just like Santi has said last year. So I'm, I have no doubt we'll see more acquisitions by PlayStation this year. I, I think maybe a target for them is Ember Lab, the people that mm. make Kenna. Uh, that would so be dope. I mean, so they even yeah. said it like they put their whole holiday on that game. So I could, I could see Sony uh, buying them, bringing them in. Uh, there's been rumors about like arc system works who makes like yep. guilty gear. I can yeah, see that. D happening. Dealer has been speaking about that pretty frequently. I remember him saying that, that that's still potentially in the works. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, publishers, you know, some people talk about square Enix mm -hmm. makes a lot. It's, you know, it, it's like, yeah, it does make a little bit of sense. Um, but PlayStation is going to acquire. I don't know if they'll acquire big, but they're definitely going to. They're definitely going to keep on acquiring studios that they're working with. Maybe they buy Deviation. Maybe they buy Jade Raymond Studio or whatever. Uh, and then on the Xbox side, look, I'm of the opinion that Microsoft wants this deal to go through no matter what. hundred like they get so much from this from mobile with king to pc with blizzard to people don't talk enough about king those guys no, print it's money it's not oh, man. sexy it's not i know sexy. and it's not an environment that they they use yeah. frequent you know they but don't you, know you saw phil's interview yesterday where he said mm -hmm. like once the bethesda acquisition was completed the board was like what's next what's next and they were That's talking right. about like That's casual right. and mobile content mm -hmm. and they essentially mm -hmm. got that with activision so yep. you get call of duty you get all this other stuff so what's next for Xbox? Mm -hmm. um, you know they're working closely with some some third parties on yeah some interesting third parties. Uh, you, you got and, and Crystal Dynamics on Perfect yep. Dark. Yep. You got IO on Project Dragon. You have Avalanche on uh, Contraband. Band, yep. You have mm -hmm. you know Certain Affinity on the Monster Hunter game. I'm surprised Certain Affinity hasn't been the top of the list from Jump. They have been close with Microsoft for years. 
I've yeah, known but Max the, Holderman's the thing is, it's kind of like one of those. It's like, why buy, you know, why buy yes. the cow when you get the milk? The whole right? Square Enix was so. No, but now it, everybody but... wants to buy, 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 buy. Maybe yeah, they now that it's cuffing to. season, things change a little bit. So you know, when you look Sobo, at those, you know, when you look at those, you're like, yeah, those are all targets. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think so. I don't think Microsoft will buy a publisher before this deal goes through. So I think you can immediately, yep. you know, wipe away like the idea of them buying Capcom or Square or Take Two while this Activision Sega. Blizzard deal is Say going. You, is going mind through. your business. Let the man talk. Right? Let Say the Sega, man talk. Um, however, I talk. think once the, I think once the deal goes through, uh-huh. they 100 percent will look at another publisher. Yep. And when you look at the type of content that Xbox needs, you know, you have all these studios they bought from 2018 to 2019 or 2020 uh you have the bethesda acquisition you have activision what that gives you what is xbox still lacking right say it and you say it. you can say you're lacking uh japanese content uh-huh. uh content oh. from over like overseas so i can think of a publisher in japan Go i know everborn will say the sega Stop they it. just they just <laughs> drop their arcade business make uh-huh. themselves more attractive uh-huh. And we, so I asked Jez about this on Xbox Two, and it was like if you had a choice between Sega, Capcom, and Square Enix, which, and if you were Phil and you were Xbox, not if you were Everborn Saga or Chaosante <laughs> or Randall Thor, that's who right. would you get? Or, or Lord right? Cognito, or Lord Cognito, right? that's right. And I said before the Activision acquisition, I would have said Sega, because Sega gets you Sonic and platformers. It also gets you a couple high-profile PC developers for all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And it gets you some Japanese stuff with like Persona and you know like Yakuza and you things re- you like really that. Really think Atlas wouldn't just be like, "We out, screw these guys"? Well, right? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. But after the Activision Blizzard thing, and now you have Blizzard, and now you have Crash and Spyro, I don't necessarily think you need Sega anymore. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on. Slow, slow I down. think I think I don't like I where think, this is going. I think Capcom <laughs> is the much more strategic purser. Hmm. Okay. Capcom has Monster Hunter. Capcom has Street Fighter. Capcom has Devil May Cry and Resident Evil. Um, they are. I, I think they're the better purchase. However, I do think that Microsoft may want to look into. I do think they're going to look into a Japanese publisher, but it won't be until after this deal goes through. Who knows if they'll be able to get one? But I do think that's where maybe like the content that's missing will be found is over there because you essentially have all the other content that you would need outside of maybe some individual studios here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can basically just, but all right, we got, we got 38 studios. Now we got everything covered. We're good to go. And you, you'd be fine. But uh, I know I, I already, we already know what Everborn's going to say. So, like we can just we can just we, we can, can just, just skip over say what him, you need man. to say Asante and then we can just end the show. We you can just end the show. Yeah, yeah. We we understand. I, I I'm gonna come at it from a different angle, but go ahead. I, I'll. Uh... <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? Um, I actually before we get to you, Everborn, because yes, we know what you're gonna say, but still. No, you don't. You don't okay. know what I'm gonna say. Okay, no, I, I I look forward to hearing your take on it. There's a difference but, between what I want and, and what, what I will think happen. will happen. Okay, Rand, what do you think about the idea that? Yes, they all want. Some people want publishers, right? We know mm-hmm. that the war chest that Sony possesses is not that massive in comparison. What do you think that while the sleeping giant waits for regulatory approvals, they go in there and scoop up Sega real quick? 
right now? Like Xbox buys Sega right no, now? No, no, no. I'm talking about PlayStation. Mm. Because, because hey, Persona is Persona like Square Enix, like the Persona franchise, like Final Fantasy, is like home on PlayStation, right? Home. It's, and for look, a long time now, they've enjoyed the, the 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 milk for free without having to pay for the cow. And now, as you say, it is cuffing season. You have to, you know, solidify your ownership of these franchises. While the um, sleeping giant wakes, would now be the perfect time to either make a deal for Atlas or Sega and Total because they they are a publisher and they don't break uh, uh, PlayStation's bank necessarily. What do you think of that? I mean, it's certainly possible. I wouldn't say no. I mean, there's also a possibility they go and try to get from software to the mm. from the parent company that mm-hmm. is their their own buy. Look, look, look. I think anything's on the table now. I like before, like before this Activision Blizzard thing. I always thought like. Activision Blizzard and like Take Two and mm-hmm. EA were too expensive. Too big, right? Yeah, yeah, too yeah. big. It would cost too much money. Mm-hmm. But then the stock tanked of Activisions and the board wanted Bobby Kotick out, and Xbox mm-hmm. was there with enough money to be like, "Listen, let's do this." Scooped them right? up like a hero. Kind of like, you know, the circumstances were right. Mm-hmm. But now everybody, like, yeah, like Sony's got money to spend. They need to protect their interests. Yep. Yeah, I if I woke up tomorrow, if we woke up on Monday and they're like we acquired Sega, I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense, hundred percent. And, and I, Everborn, we, that that means your world where they might throw that Ratchet and Clank money at Sonic might actually come to fruition. Wouldn't that make you happy? Although we will say, and and the where I stand with Everborn on this is, any publisher and or developer that Sony buys is a little bit of a tear because that's seventy dollars that comes out your ass, like you know. Uh, uh, per game, which who's, we haven't who's seen. All the, who's all the foul language coming from? I know. From hey, now, hey, 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 I had to, I, I had to drop one real quick. Think Wu Tang is for the children, man. <laughs> is it really though? <laughs> but no. But my point is, you know, until until uh, Spartacus comes and, and delivers us from seventy dollar purchases, right? That is the unfortunate side effect of when you have comp- competition and one throws it in a service that you already pay for and the other expects $70 per, right? So that is the unfortunate side of it. But if you want to see your Sonic franchise get the respect they deserve, get that Ratchet and Clank money and that attention, that may be your your best way forward. I don't even think that would happen necessarily if like Nintendo were to purchase them, which we've already heard what Nintendo had to say about it. They were like, yeah, the, these fools out here doing what they're doing. We just go in here, keep collecting the check. That's basically is what so with what uh, Nintendo said. But you don't you don't like that idea, uh, Mr. Everborn Saga? Like Sega uh, finding a new home at PlayStation because they could do that. Um, I I I could see. I just don't know that Sega gives um, Sony what they're looking for, right? Holding on uh, to the the Atlas Studios that they really love, that really, you know, brings those JRPG lovers to, to PlayStation. People buy PlayStations for Persona. People do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, 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 I think um, Sony's. Um, what they're trying to do is again whatever they have less money to spend i know this is a smaller this would be a smaller deal compared mm-hmm. to the others yep. but i would think that for what sony is looking for their money would be better spent um on uh someone who could give them you know service based games and um and, and or or if they you know 
if if they got Capcom, then that would help with the. Remember, they bought Evo, right? So they mm -hmm. they don't have a first party game to fighting game. So if you if if you're the home of Street Fighter, like officially, mm -hmm. I feel like that makes a a, a a little bit more sense. But listen, if I I what I ultimately want is for Sega to have a console home again, um, and so. If I'm ordering it out, number one, I prefer if it was Microsoft, just because of the history that we have there, which I won't go over uh, and bore everyone with again. Uh, but then Nintendo. But the problem is if Nintendo were to get Sega, I don't think some of their more uh, edgy content, uh, I don't think you would, I don't think that they would greenlight some of that stuff, right? So, uh, what does uh, a Nintendo Altered Beast look like? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you even do you even get that? So, well, but you um, know what? Even if you see an Altered Beast by Nintendo, it'll look like the Altered Beast that you know. Like they don't hey. <laughs> they don't focus on moving. Well, they do in gameplay, but not necessarily in technology. So, you know, I love the Nintendo games, but until they start taking the tech seriously, I always discount them. I don't know why. Listen, they Nintendo's Nintendo, they know games are games. And for me, if Nintendo got them, the only bonus for me would be I think we would get uh, a next level Sonic uh, played playable experience but if it went to sony like i wouldn't like i would i mean i'd probably have a good cry but i ultimately i'd be happy about it at the end you're of crying the day. your soup a little bit <laughs> right that's it but ultimately like i know that uh sony would do all the ip uh justice right um people seeing you like trying to stay magnanimous but the tears are falling <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's fine. We can have them. It's uh, cool. <laughs> we are no, one but, Monday but... news story away, folks, from seeing Everborn cry this, like a baby. This on the is internet. what I'm saying. I told you, everybody knows the first thing I said when the Activision oh, deal got announced was how many Segas does this cost? Oh, but so many that, Segas. Holy. That all that being said, mm -hmm. um, so it would make sense that um, for their next publisher purchase. They focus in a market that they'd like to grow in, mm -hmm. and we know that they we want to see them. Um, we want that we know that they want to grow in the the Eastern market, right? Okay. So them purchasing a Japanese publisher would would make sense, and someone who would make games that would appeal to the Japanese audience as well as the Korean audience and the and the Chinese market and and, and all that. Um, but if we look at their purchases thus far, we see that they've been focusing very heavily on where their strengths are, which is the Western market. So, uh, genres that are, you know, made popular and dominated by Western audiences are the first person shooter, the Western RPG, uh, strategy games, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, that is that is where they have made their purchases because that's the markets they understand. And we all know how terrible they are at localization, even though they are getting yeah. better. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if they have decided this is what our, our identity is and their next publisher is something more along the lines of uh, Ubisoft, if they're still available by then, because they want to... Um, 
bolster out their um, their portfolio in the EU and have a base there than they do one because that's one that they can think they could ubisoft is king of the gas games they are king of the gas games these and 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 ubisoft matches their model in terms of like output like they can give you uh a um um an assassin's creed and they can give you a rainbow six and they could bring back finally sam fisher right they could bring back uh splinter cell as like a first party ip so so so, so so they could do those things and they have a better chance at recatch recapturing Europe mm-hmm. than they do at capturing uh, Asia Pacific in the first place. Mm-hmm. So me personally, I want Sega, but does does Microsoft want to play in a region where they don't really understand? So they would, I mean, the last 20 years has proven that. So they would throw money into that region basically to say, are we really buying you or are we just giving you money and then you're just going to do whatever you feel like and report back to us? I don't know if they want to do that. At least they haven't proven uh, that that's something that they're interested in doing. So Mm -hmm. it really, to me, seems like they're trying to cement their Western identity. And I think, unfortunately, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at the end of the day if it was Ubisoft, but uh, Ubisoft apparently has more employees than Activision Blizzard King, uh, Xbox Game Studios, and Bethesda almost combined because I think they, they have also, like 20k employees. And they also have their share of horrible, horrible news stories that are dark. And unlike constantly. Bobby K, Eve Gimos is not going to want to step back. Step that quickly. Right? That's right. That's right. So, and then do you want to deal with all of those regulations in the yep. EU because they are a mother effort? So, yes, that's right. That's another, um, you know, uh, and. I, I, I don't want to say like take two or EA are just like out of the question because we live in the matrix now after this uh, Activision deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they are going to play in that market, I say Sega because that's the relationship that they have. They have actual DNA and them coming in and understanding the culture of a company, the, the one company that I would say that they would have the most history and inner workings with and is already using their technology to do things so that they're already embedded with them now and learning it is Sega, right? You You buy Capcom, you are going to get amazing IP and a lot more of Capcom's IP Mm -hmm. is more relevant than the Sega IPs that we want them to bring back, Mm -hmm. right? So Capcom... Nobody's going to cry about that, but I don't know if Microsoft is really going to go in and just say, hey, we've got Capcom now and that they they were going to feel like that works for them. They understand how Capcom does things. I don't know. And then, you know, there is this idea of Namco, right? And I'm not talking about Bandai Namco. Straight up Namco. Right. What if they could convince, because... Listen, Bandai Namco got rid of their mobile uh, arm, mm-hmm. right? Who's to say they want to stay in the video game business? Maybe they just uh, pick up Namco, get their IPs, and let Bandai uh, license out the games to them for their anime IP. And that's just that your... Licensing stuff, that's always tends to be the sticking point. No, 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 no. they don't have to, right? You let... So here's the other thing. If they mm-hmm. do buy a Japanese publisher... Mm-hmm. I think they create a new, well, they have an Xbox Japan division, but you you raise that to prominence and you put the head 
you you of tango whoever is the head of the publisher that they buy in japan today mm -hmm. you make them the head of xbox japan and say you run things in this division you deal with phil and you just run the region which you are already running uh in this thing and you just run autonomously and one more thing mm -hmm. i think if they do buy a japanese publisher i think that those uh those games stay multi-platform at least for the that. foreseeable future and the reason for that is a lot of people in japan do not have an xbox it's not the same equation as it is for these western developers mm. so and i think the people in japan that are working for those japanese studios and publishers want to make games that people are going to play over there mm. so i think you keep it for the game pass angle and to build new things but i think in the interim you keep it multi-plat so that you can still release on switch and obviously pc um because right Right, you you can, and I don't think it. I don't think it hurts anything. No, so I that's, don't think it hurts that, anything that's either. That's my take on. But they, but they they don't think in that vitriolic sense. Although I know that some some in the Xbox community might be a little bit hurt by that whole situation. But who cares? You know, you, you have to keep the same energy, as the kids say. If if you if you're not gonna be uh, if you're gonna have a problem on the PlayStation side, then you're gonna have a problem on the Xbox side. But I do see that potentially being a solution there. Uh, I've heard other community members say that how about they rebrand themselves as Sega in that region so that they can they can then have a name that is trusted by them i'm not sure how i feel about that but those are some options that could potentially you know uh get folks in the door although anecdotally you do see a lot of more japanese folks on twitter uh, expounding their love for the series s and all of that so some some traction is being made there obviously if, if you compare it to their competitors it's basically uh, almost almost uh, nothing in comparison but It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I have an unpopular opinion on this matter. I think, like the like the movies of the 90s and the early 2000s, they're just not that into you. Move on, Microsoft. Eventually, hmm. you hit critical mass, and people will want to put your game, put their games on your service because there'll just be so many people there. Stop trying so hard to go and get them when all they all they do is spend your money badly. Right, and then leave egg on your face. Right, I'm talking. I'm I'm looking at you there, scale bound, um, among other things. Right, even though they're coming back looking for work, looking for work because now, as you see, Game Pass is making numbers, is making moves. People hear their name in the news pretty often, so now it's like, hey man, we want to work with you again. For a long time now, it's been, oh, we'll take your money, and then we won't give you the respect you deserve. Even Sega does that today. It, 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 there's conversations about there might be prior agreements keeping keeping any personas off of xbox we don't know that for sure there's you know background conversation and rumor and speculation but still their premier franchise right that everybody keeps pointing to anytime anybody goes hey they're working with sega where's persona still not coming even 360 games that are being re-released everywhere don't hit xbox's new consoles so eventually you got to take the hint like you're saying everborn they are becoming a powerhouse of epic proportions on the western side be content with that know that eventually those guys will want a piece of your puzzle because you will have so many people as long as you keep going down the path you are with game pass maybe you combine activision blizzard's numbers uh blizzard's numbers with wow with game pass and overnight you grow exponentially 
These are all options that are available to you. Now, all of a sudden, if your subscription service has over 100 million subscribers, you think Japan won't be paying attention at that point? I think they will. What do you think? Yeah, but even you also see Netflix, they have content for all the different places that they that they are strong. That's so right, right. you'll see that content all over the world. So I do think if they want to grow as a global brand, mm -hmm. they're going to have content that appeals to, to various It's all regions. about con content yeah. diversity. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I and and remember, if they do buy a Japanese publisher, that publisher is going to actually get publishing deals for them that they couldn't get before. before yeah, yeah. So so remember, let's say they got Namco, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't they don't own the IP for uh I mean maybe they do own um um they don't own Tales, but they they were able to publish that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? They, I don't know if they own uh, Scarlet Nexus, but they're able to get that as a publishing deal, mm -hmm. right? So they can get into yeah, rooms and have conversations that, that maybe Microsoft can't have. Mm -hmm. So they can actually just secure content from other studios in Japan um, that, that you may not be able to get and you, you'll, you'd be able to offer to them. So uh, Rand, let me. what do you think about this? Does Microsoft even want to play in the eastern region in asia pacific i mean phil phil has talked about it right phil has talked about having a big japanese presence right i he's talked about casual content and they've kind of gotten that and he's talked about buying more studios and they've done that i mean you judging from what he's talked about i would say yeah they're they probably looking you know sometimes so, all you gotta do uh, is listen to phil Right. Sega acquisition confirmed. Nah, Sega. <laughs> I don't think Sega's Sega's really a good get, honestly. Ooh. Now, now, do you think? <clears throat> I'll I'll ignore the slander. Uh, <laughs> but but do you? Th Here's the other thing. Since mm -hmm. how it it took them about a year or ten months to uh, close another deal after Activision, right? I mean, after Bethesda or yeah. the Bethesda deal was six months, right? right. But I'm saying it, it took them six months to close that. Mm -hmm. But after it was closed, ten this Activision later. deal wasn't announced for until 10 months later. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, so the, essentially, yeah. So the question is, even though let's say this deal does take us to March or June of 2023, this means they probably aren't going to buy another public. It's not going to be like, hey, we closed the deal today, tomorrow. Let's uh Bro, never say never. We're, we're like come on, man. You never know what's going to happen. You never ever know. <laughs> so so almost uh, like just just ripping stuff apart, sorry. <laughs> so so again, I so this is the thing. Will cuz we saw Capcom just got a 5% stake from Saudi Arabia. Yep. Uh uh for 500. They put it in that and Nexon. And by the way, let's be clear. Uh Saudi Arabia has been putting money into these publishers and then cashing out when they get acquired. Mm -hmm. And that's that it's they put that money into Capcom because they think there's going to be an acquisition. Soon, but right? doesn't Sony have isn't there an ex Sony executive that went to Capcom or is it an ex Capcom executive that went to Sony? Yeah, that I, heard, I, I, I heard don't know about that. Yeah, I, I mean, Capcom Capcom is pretty successful. The problem is right now, everybody's prices prices are going to be inflated, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. what's what's Cap what's Capcom's um 
what is their five billion cap? right now? Okay, so you probably got to you probably got to actually offer what? Um, you got to offer like nine. You got probably got to well now you probably got to go ten. Yep. Everybody's prices are raised. But is so okay. So here's the thing: Microsoft offered a thirty-five percent premium 45, on top 40, of the forty-five percent. Forty-five percent. I thought it was thirty-five percent. It's forty-five percent. Four. Okay, forty-five percent. So basically, a fifty percent premium on top of what Activision Blizzard uh, King was worth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if they're doing that, are we saying now we're in the world of offering a hundred percent premiums? I don't think we're there. I'm yet. saying we're in the we're in the we're in the we're in the times of this is a seller's market. Prices are high because mm-hmm. people know that these companies are buying. So you're at your most valuable, and Capcom's already uh, pretty uh, pretty valuable and doing really well. So if Sony came a knocking, and to you're to Capcom Rand's and you're point, your shareholders right now, you know they're they're through the roof. All these different publishers we're talking about, Rand yeah. is absolutely right. They are through the roof right now just by the idea that they might be next on the acquisition. Oh, I'm sorry. Last time I checked, they were five billion, but everybody's expecting an acquisition. Mm-hmm. So now they're so up. they're at five point six billion now. So there maybe ten billion is the number. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Almost like five point seven billion. They never, you know, all these all these the developers and publishers have never been more valuable. So Sony comes to Capcom and it's just like you want us? Yeah, okay. Ten billion dollars. Wow. You know? Right. Do you say no to that? And if do you, you don't move like on it, and go to go to the Square, gi- the giant over you know? there is right there. They they got ten billion. They'll give us. They'll give that to us easy. Sony, where, where's our money? You know, it's it's that's the world we live in these days. Amazing, man. Absolutely amazing. I can't believe it. So so we really think I, that I, Capcom yeah. is is a viable option in the near term. Well, I think the Saudi uh, Arabia guy definitely thinks he's going to yeah, get a return on his investment. So, right. yeah. Right. No, no. I mean, yes. Um, I, I, I do think. I don't know who buys uh, Ubisoft, mm. but I do think. Uh, and I don't know you if know it's what, worth. You know it what for the Microsoft. problem with Ubisoft is, Everborn? What's that? They have twenty thousand employees. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's more employees than Activision and Xbox and Bethesda combined. Yeah, so right. like it, the issue isn't buying the company, the issue well, is is instance. the employees and everything that you would then own that you have to pay for in perpetuity, right? Yep. Yep. So Ubisoft doesn't really use contractors like a lot of the industry does, because they basically have all this all these studios, so they have twenty thousand employees. That is, I don't even like. I think Microsoft only had like ten thousand, maybe or fifteen thousand. Yeah. Right, and Sony has. I don't. I don't think Sony has that many. So you're talking about buying Ubisoft and bringing in twenty thousand people. I don't know. I mean, I could see why Sony might, and I, I could see why Sony might want Ubisoft. You get Assassin's Creed. You know, you get Rainbow and some live service stuff. Mm-hmm. Watch Dogs. Uh, see, but yeah. The pro- I, but the problem with that is to 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 Ren's point. You know, it's one thing if yes, they're making money. But it's one thing if they are a well-oiled machine where you just slot them into your organization and they're off to the races, right? The minute anybody talks about purchasing Ubisoft, all that dirty, like, backroom talk becomes front-page news. Are you going to clean them up? Is Eve Guimau going to get fired? Just like they did, like, not as badly as, as, as Activision Blizzard King because that just spilled everywhere with, with lawsuits and all of that. 
but Yubi is not that far behind. There have been people calling for that, for Yves Guimont's head for Lord knows how long now, right? And he's always under uh, uh, downplaying it. And of course, he's not like just uh, a CEO figurehead. He's owner of the company. It's a family business, if you will. So getting him to go is going to be a hard sell. So the question remains, even if you're willing to take that huge 20, 20K uh, overhead on, on, on top of it, you're going to have to go in there and clean clean up some of this mess because it will be everywhere. It'll be all over your news. You will earn, you will inherit the press that they get. Are you ready to do that, right? Uh, you, uh, Everborn, have already uh, uh, tried to make clear on this show on a multiple occasions that it's not necessarily an open and shut case. It's not necessarily a slam dunk that that uh, uh, Phil's organization is going to be able to turn, turn around Activision Blizzard King that easily, even though they have limitless resources presumably right you think playstation can do that with ubisoft that's a tough order man that's a i, I don't see that working if microsoft is questionable in their pursuits here i think the same and more can be said of playstation because they do need their return on investment immediately because if they did this purchase they'd be almost cleaning out their coffers and and giving out uh giving shares including cash they couldn't do an all cash deal like that because they don't have that much grip, right? And they'd want to return an investment immediately, and you might not want to want to keep the organization that Ubisoft has in place currently when it comes in house. You disagree? Uh, is that question for me or Rand? Any of you? I would say to you because so, I know you were so, talking about Ubi. So, um, I don't know. I I, I honestly don't. I, I don't know that. I think they have not been purchased already, because everyone who has looked at it is like. You can't do that deal without massive layoffs, mm -hmm. and, um, and, a, and, and you a start of the culture. Right, you start laying press. off people in the EU, mm -hmm. and when that when that EU regulatory body gets a hold of you, boy, mm -hmm. they don't let the claws go. Oh, yeah. They'll have them Microsoft putting a browser ballot in games. Microsoft right? has tales to tell. Yes, that's right. So, um, so, 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 I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who wants to take on that level of stress. I was just saying, like, in terms of content output and IPs sure, that sure. they own, it would be a great fit. But I, I don't know that it makes um, financial sense. And what other Western publishers are left unless they're really going to poke the uh, Monopoly bear and say they're going to go after Take-Two. And Take-Two by that time would be Take-Two and Zanga. I don't know that that's a thing that they're gonna, they need to do or want to do right now. Mm -hmm. And then EA is another like behemoth that if they get that, then people will really start talking about Monopoly. Monopoly so I feel like the okay. safest way to move forward is someone in that region that you're also trying to capture. Plus EA has already said they're not really interested in being acquired. They want to, they're interested in acquiring. Mm. Uh, until the price is right, but yes. <laughs> what's that, what's that famous uh, wrestler? Everybody has a price. Come on, give me the name. Yeah. You know. What's what's uh, EA's market cap right now? Thirty-five billion or something? No, was, I think they, they got to be more. like thirty-nine. I think. Yeah, let me I see. mean, they're up there too. I mean, it's not like they'd be an easy, you know, purchase. Are you talking about Ted DiBiase? Yeah, yeah. Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man. Million-dollar man, indeed, indeed. Uh, the man with the million. Thirty-nine point nine five billion today. The market cap of EA, yes. Which means you're not you're not getting you're not buying them until you you give them at least what sixty, fifty five. Yeah. Yeah, they're almost probably would cost us almost as much as Activision. As Activision, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, I, one other thing I want to note before we 
kept this topic off. We did talk about individual studios and Mm -hmm. we talked about maybe Crystal Dynamics, which if I had to bet money, I'd say maybe that deal's done already, right? Mm. Maybe all of that talk with Square throwing them under the bus and them, the words that they had about that atrocious Spider-Man DLC, about uh, focusing their efforts on a thing, something that everyone can play, mm-hmm. which was clearly a shot at, at some of the, oh, yeah, of the of marketing decisions made. And then them, instead of greenlighting one of their own projects, s- sending them off to go and work with Microsoft, who... Uh, at a studio at Microsoft who's run by their former boss over there, Chris Dynamics, mm-hmm. uh, Daryl Gallagher. I'd say maybe there's, those kind of deals are done and you don't really have to announce them Until right now changes. because it's not like a huge, uh, it's not a huge deal. And besides, uh, right? while regulatory bodies are sniffing around, that's not when to announce something else that you bought. I don't know. I think I think consider. I think the, if Xbox had purchased Crystal Dynamics, mm-hmm. they would be required to. Isn't like, it a component but, rather than the whole company? Components yeah, but I mean, then, but then, required. but then, wouldn't Square have to reveal that they've sold as well? Because they're talking about two public companies. True, true. true. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. you'd be able to sit on that for long. So, because here's the thing: what my my thinking behind that is when they announced all the studios they purchased in. 2018 Mm -hmm. they didn't purchase those the day before right they purchased them over time and saved it for publicly traded company studios were they yeah they were all private they were private studios which so like valve for instance if they buy valve you don't have to know they don't have to tell you until they choose no no no, you do have to because it's more than a hundred million dollars so you have to you have to go through the regulatory approvals and all those things uh but but Mm -hmm. smaller um non-publicly traded companies smaller studios I don't there there's a certain threshold with, with which you don't really have to announce it but um again I I'm with you Rand I don't even think they announce any individual purchases I mean uh until this deal is closed and then you can announce some of those things so if there's something in the works with IOI or Avalanche or uh uh maybe Crystal Dynamics if we if we're saying that's not done yet uh, I don't think you. If it's not signed right now, see this is this it's is on why, hold till this, this deal is, is done. Saying, while the giant is preoccupied, all these others can kind of snap up some things because to their, but, to their point. What, uh-huh. Sante? Yes, sir. That could also be detrimental because mm-hmm. the giant is preoccupied. Who is the other company bidding against? Yeah. That could be one of the reasons Bungie was able to get what they wanted because Microsoft was also talking be. out there. And Bungie's being like, you know, Jim, I, I just got off the phone with Phil. Mm. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But if everybody knows Microsoft's staying put, yeah. you know, like, well, who's driving up the price? Well, there are others. There are others. You know, 10 cents out there sniffing around who's got the, Maybe. Got the money. Maybe. Some companies might wait until Microsoft's ready to buy again. So simply they could have someone you'd be like, you know, we got Microsoft. See, we, don't, we got, don't say got that. Don't say that. Because now you're gonna you know? you're gonna give you're gonna give you're gonna give everyone some hope. Don't yeah. say that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. No, you should have <laughs> never told me that. <laughs> this man now has hope. Damn it. All right, all right. You just provided me a talking right. point, sir. <laughs> They're waiting They're until Microsoft time, right? is free so they can cause a bidding uh-huh. war between Sony and Microsoft. That was the thing with Warner Brothers, right? Was that we heard it was Take-Two, we heard it was EA, and we heard it was some whatever. I forget the third one. But then suddenly two weeks later, it was like, Microsoft is interested. 
And the reason was is it, I think they said it was leaked by WB themselves because mm-hmm. they wanted they wanted uh, people to know that Microsoft was interested to raise up the price because yeah, now people course. are looking like oh sh- you know Microsoft, yeah, yeah, Microsoft's involved yeah. so you never that, know that, that some of these companies helped, that probably yeah, helped so. uh, Bungie as well hey Microsoft is sniffing around Bungie they get the grip they want and their independence because otherwise Microsoft might come in there and scoop scoop them up so yeah. one thing that I didn't talk about with mm. the Bungie thing now, Rand I want to know what you think about this. Has the deal that Bungie was able to secure, has that kind of poisoned the well for other publishers they may want to purchase? Because if you go to Capcom and you say, hold on a minute, I am mother effing <laughs> Capcom, uh, and, and, you, and you gave Bungie full autonomy and they still own all their own stuff, am I Cap Chop Liver Com? <laughs> Right. I mean, you know, people have said to me, "Is like, you know, how does Sony Santa Monica and Insomniac feel right now? Mm, right? Yes. Like, Bungie comes in and they get 3.6 bills with 1.3 yep. earmarked for employee retention. Yep. You know, Insomniac didn't get that. Insomniac doesn't have independence. Like, Bungie's like the special, you know, pampered and and." and- and Bungie is going to be walking around into Insomniac and Naughty Dog and telling them what to do with netcode. Like, hey, this is how you're going to make this thing. Yep. Right? That's that's essentially what the deal is for them to help the other studios make multiplayer I don't games. think a condition of a, a deal with Capcom would stipulate independence. Where I think right I think that, Insomniac is smacking himself going, man, I think, what did I think do? Bungie, I think that was a sticking point for Bungie. Because uh-huh. that's what they wanted. Yeah, yeah. I think Capcom would be like, "We're cashing out, boys. <laughs> we don't care about our whatever because we're gone. <laughs> Give Very us our true. money." <laughs> yeah, that 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 is a that is a different way of looking at it. Now, know? now, now. Here's the other thing, right? Let's say Sony does have ten billion in the bank that they specifically have earmarked to use for a a, a publisher purchase, right? Of the three. Right, we've got Sega, we've got Capcom, we've got Square Enix. Forget about Konami because you're just buying IPs at that point, and that's like a joke, mm-hmm. right? Um, we, 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 we. I think we all agree that they don't want to take on what it would be involved in buying yeah. Ubisoft. So, of those three big publishers, right? Um, if they buy Capcom or if they buy Sega. Does that mean they're comfortable with leaving Capcom on the table for Microsoft to pick up later? If they buy Capcom, are they comfortable with leaving Square that on the table some, for Microsoft that to pick must up be later? Some of the, the, the calculation they make when they choose their next studio, right? Because they know when that giant is not so busy, you know, they, they will come and grab whatever we don't grab. So what do we grab? Wait, hold on. So hold on. Uh, Slow Mo says uh, seven years. I say early. I give it yes. three. As soon as that uh, 1.2 billion is vested and they get that payout, that is enough to start a new studio, buddy. That's what. That's exactly what you're gonna see. That no, but but the point you make is interesting because, as you know, right, the, the, all these purchases happening, and we've already established the fact that they don't want any regulatory eyebrow raising, right? So they're gonna be standing standing firm and keeping cool un, until that the ink is dry on that purchase. So I would think that that, that uh, calculus comes into play when PlayStation's well, planning on. their next move, right? But hold on, What's up, guys. Yeah. Hold on. Mm. If Sony buys one of these publishers, isn't that a monopoly? 
<laughs> they're the market leader. They and they're are the market it. leader already, right? Twenty-five yeah. billion. Are, 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 right? is, is is Joe Blow the comedian gonna make it's a gonna be, yeah? Where's his, his video? video on that? That's right. <laughs> or, or is he gonna be like? Or is he gonna be like? No, this is great for for Sony and great for gamers and developers. That's the other thing. It's like yep. Microsoft was like I think before all this, like the f- fifth, right? Like regarding revenue, because it was like. Tencent and Sony were right there. And then Microsoft was at like 16, mm-hmm. a little bit above Nintendo. And now they're like third, but like Sony's still like number one or number two after Tencent. But like if they were to buy a publisher, wouldn't that draw more eyes on them? They would, would have more so. of the market. Yeah, yeah I would think uh, so. Well, well here, this is, this is, this is another thing, right? Like even they still have to get this cleared, right? They, they, they signed a definitive agreement, um, but they don't own Bungie yet. Does Sony want to rock the boat right now until the Bungie deal is closed? And I know it won't take as long because it's not well, they, as they get big to of a deal as the Microsoft thing. With the fact that they're they're talking single well single digit billions, whereas Microsoft over here is fantastic. Like- but if you add a Capcom or a Square Enix or a Sega to that. Aren't you aren't you saying like hold on you're buying this one um, you know one of the biggest uh, console FPS games uh, publishers and now you're buying this ten billion dollar what you call it when only, you're already at the top that would of the only market? Would be a, a, a talking point if the regulatory bodies understand the gaming market like that and they're not just money men because if they're just money men all they see is seven billion dollars here three billion dollars there compared to seventy one billion you know what I'm saying? Money men won't look beyond the money, whereas if you're a person well vested into the gaming industry and know, you know, what it means to own Capcom, what it means to own Sega, then you might go, hey, PlayStation, what are you doing there? You're buying an iconic franchise that has existed forever. You know, uh, uh, Street Fighter belongs on, on every platform. I doubt your regulatory body will be that well vested in, in understanding the nuances of the gaming environment like that. You know what I mean? That's my worry that the money men, the money will overshadow everything. Oh, the money. And the it's money a lot of money. Does. So One thing gonna... I do want to say, I am with uh, Big Bad Mo in the chat. I have a feeling that the Activision deal will be done by December. Mm. Mm. As everybody's bloviating I think be, left and right. I think it'll be done in calendar year 2022. Interesting. So that they can be so 11 so and a half fresh months. as a daisy for 2023 to start to start dropping. No, 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 not that. I'm just saying that's when I think uh, they'll get all their go-aheads the from ducks the in row, FTC and all that. Yeah, huh? yeah, we shall see. Unless there's like major yeah. pushback, meaning they have to do that second look, like Hogue yeah, was yeah, talking yeah. about. And they say they want to make concessions, and then Microsoft fights against that hey, and then wins it. Sox whatever. Nadella has already That's come a out that he story. doesn't see it. He doesn't foresee any concessions on that. But yeah, of they course, he's supposed to say that. To say that. If Lena Khan says that, then we we're fine. <laughs> Satya can say whatever the hell he, he wants. wants. Indeed, uh, indeed. Uh, but I, I, I do, I do feel like this deal is going to be done a lot sooner than uh, June. That's just my my intuition. Yeah, you, you've anyway. said that before. Well, it'll be interesting to see where this this rounds out. But you know what? We will leave it there for this week. We have had an amazing conversation with the legendary Randall419. Actually, after this, I could just hang it up. I've had Rand on the show. I'm good now, man. This is this is great. I really appreciate you being here, good sir. For the 
the, the the rare individuals who do not know who you are and what you what you mean to these gaming communities please tell us where we can find you this week what you'll be what you'll be up to any new videos popping up that we should be interested in yeah thanks for having me on guys it was a blast talking to both of you um i don't know i do my videos like last minute i kind of just like inspiration sit down and be like yeah do i want to make something and so right now no i don't I, I do have a couple videos that i'm marinating an idea that maybe i'll make next week mm -hmm. but uh yeah i mean if you want to you know subscribe to the channel it's youtube.com slash randallthor19 i appreciate you if you want to watch the videos or check out the podcast we do every friday with jess corden but uh this was a lot of fun it's always uh it's always nice to be able to slander Everborn, you know? <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's becoming the all it's the becoming Sega a hate. great pastime for all. This is fantastic. And uh, for those who, who need more details, I will of course be be adding Rand's information, both the Twitter and the YouTube channel, into our show notes. But come on now, if you're following us, you you're probably subscribed to Randall Thor nineteen. If you're not Randall Goat. <laughs> Randall Goat, indeed, indeed. <laughs> Marquis Goodwin for says. Sure, it's for sure, for sure. But yes, and how about you, Mr. Everborn Saga? I, I, you know, it's always wonderful doing this stuff with you. You know, always, always the introspective, always intelligent, intelligent, well thought out conversation. What are you doing this week? When are we going to be on the reel once again? I'm working on that. I apologize. I'm good following sir. the, I'm just the great tradition that you have set, books. which is public shaming. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> no, I know it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I see uh, Xbox University in the chat. Uh, guys, follow his new account. He'll post it in the chat or whatever that is. And uh, Rand, maybe me, you, Kay, and Jess can get together and do another Xbox Ooh, 4. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. It'd be interesting. You know, we'll, we'll figure that out. That's awesome. Right? So, um, but uh, I am Everborn Saga everywhere. So that's uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, Oculus. Sorry, not Oculus anymore. Meta. When are we going to talk about that? I don't want to talk but about anyway, that. I just uh, want to move quickly uh, along. I, and uh, also on YouTube, you can check out uh, Everborn Saga on YouTube where you can catch uh, you catch up on On The Real. where we it's, it's a show like this, but we talk about TV and movies and Wheel of Time books that I haven't read yet. Um <laughs> But we would like to get uh, Rand on that show so we can talk about some fantasy novels and how terrible the Wheel of Time TV Dude, show was. Dude, you know, uh, time, it only took him a time. whole season to come around that it was bad. I told you from episode one. Please. There he goes. <laughs> he had to get a shot in real quick before. <laughs> had to. Had to. Listen, don't. Uh, don't you know worry, what you, be don't... you better be concerned about? That I don't read everything in the Stormline Archive before you finish the last book. You might read a whole thousand page books in two days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But don't worry. Don't feel bad about Wheel of Time, right? Like, I stand for Sega. You oh, stand for Wheel of Time. And Slow Mo stands for Dune. For Dune. <laughs> These things happen. Dune is amazing, right? eat my popcorn enjoy the show. <laughs> so, but, the, but the difference is, is Dune is amazing and so is Wheel of Time. Sega oh, is oh, like... God. Oh, Whatever. Here we oh. go. If Sega here left we... the industry tomorrow, would anybody even care? Ooh. What, what... Uh, I would. Gosh <laughs> darn it, because kids are watching. I almost let out a curse oh, word. Man. But listen, um, On The Real is coming mm. back. You guys tell me, right? I want to know what, what the community thinks. What if we did On The Real on Saturdays instead of Thursday nights? And th that way we could, we could kind of jump from 
the gaming talk right into the you know what TV I think, and movie talk. You know what talk. I suggest? Put a Twitter poll out. See what the folks say. Because you got an, a good amount of Yes, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And what I'm aiming, I know I wanted to bring it back in February, but I didn't think there's enough good uh, content to talk about because the Boba Fett show is trash. Stop it. And I don't want to bring back Stop on it. the reel just to talk about the uh, last Book two of Boba episodes Fett. Have been and the show is so trash that they had to pivot it to the Mandalorian. See, have you even seen He it? had like five minutes screen time in the, don't worry about that. <laughs> See, again, now, the thing he is, hasn't even seen it. He's talking about is, it. The thing is, I'm up to episode four. I didn't get to episode uh, okay, five okay. yet. And I don't like anything with the Mandalorian. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm thinking we bring back on the reel with a bang for the Batman. We'll bring it back with a Batman. Well, all right. Well, you know That's what? That's my Still, thought. You guys tell me what you put think. Put out a Twitter poll. If you want to see it sooner, let me know. We'll come back sooner. But I'm thinking that's where we come back because that's where we can have a meaty conversation. But put also, most poll, importantly, bro. I'm going to put yeah. out a Twitter poll. But I want you guys to go to everbornsaga.com where you can see the books that we're putting together. The Redlands is going to be released this month. We just finished the lettering. I'm putting together the cover and the description and uh, getting it to the printer as we speak. So uh, everybody that supported the campaign, you should be receiving your books hopefully by the end of this month, which is a good thing. We're putting out the Redlands, which all the people in there look like me, and it's Black History Month. I didn't plan it that way, but out. serendipitously, so. that's how things are going down. So, and we are working on our new book, uh, The Remnant, which is coming out with its own uh, fantasy novella, which I'm going to give to Rand to read because apparently he'll read it in like two hours. <laughs> and then he can tell me if he likes it or not. Indeed. Indeed. So, uh, and that is it. That's all I got. Right, Th thank you guys so much for being here. We hit, we hit astronomical numbers for our small little show. Thank you, Rand. For, for lending your star power, good sir. Yes, we appreciate Please. everybody who was in here. Appreciate that the chat was lively, continues to be lively. See a bunch of new faces as well as some returning ones. We appreciate you. For those who happen to be listening on audio, I see you in there. I'm getting the numbers. They're rising every day. I appreciate you guys so much. If you happen to leave a review, I will read that on the show. I appreciate more folks choosing to try to listen to this in the car while they're driving with the kids. We we try to keep the, you know, the the... The, the non-PG-13 bombs to a minimum, you know, just just for y'all. And I'm... I know the kids can't listen to Destin's news uh, video. He, he was, was upset. Well, you know, right, rightfully so when people <laughs> out there fear-mongering for no reason. But that's... that's and that's lying. Here nor there. Uh, if you want more of the blue talk, you'll get some of that when On The Real returns because we let it all hang out at that place. Pause. But until next week, I appreciate you, Rand, for being here and Mr. Everborn Saga for continuing to be on this mission with me until next week, hope you have a great weekend. Later, guys.